know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Seven seven five three five seven FANS or seven seven five three seven six easy easy. Good Tuesday morning, ass family. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to another fantastic, fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Hopefully, you're doing good this morning. By the way, did anybody catch the end of Monday Night Football last night? Interesting shit happened in that game. Well, let me tell you something. So, the Buffalo Bills taking on the Tennessee Titans. We're probably going to see that in the playoffs. We'll see both those teams in the playoffs. There's an interesting play that happened on third down for the Bills. They were driving. They were inside the 10-yard line of the Tennessee Titans. It was third down and like five, four, four-ish. Quarterback drops back and there's like 25 seconds left in the game. Quarterback drops back to pass. There's nobody there to pass, so he ducks the ball under his arm and takes off running. Running towards the sideline and the first down marker. Two Tennessee Titans players, as the quarterback leaps in the air, hit the quarterback, and where he flies out of bounds is past the first down marker and is out of bounds. The referees, uh, by the way, the refereeing in the NFL this year is so subpar, it's unbelievable. And and I'm being very, very polite by saying subpar. It sucks donkey balls. The guy landed past the first down marker and went out of bounds. The referees continued to allow the clock to go because they said he was stopped inbounds, which he was not. Then they said, well, the runner was short of the first down, but did run out of bounds. See, when they said he was tackled inbounds, Buffalo had to take one of their two remaining timeouts. Now, why would you take a timeout if the runner went out of bounds? You you wouldn't. You wouldn't take that timeout. Yet they were charged a timeout. And now it's fourth and one on about the four-yard line. You're on the road. When you're on the road, you play to tie. At home, you play to win. Well, the Buffalo Bills threw that out, and they called the stupidest play I've ever seen. It's fourth and a full yard, and they try a quarterback sneak. Quarterback lost his footing, fell down. Tennessee gets the ball back. Dumb play. I got to say stupid play. They were down by three points. That would have tied the game. They would have gone to overtime to possibly win, but they lost the game. No excuse on their part for calling the stupid play, but that game was the referee's fault. Maybe Buffalo's confident they they play in a shitty conference this year, the NFC or the AFC East, which is always shitty. It always has one team that ever wins. Usually it's the Patriots, but they suck now. Miami's not going to do anything. Who else? Oh, the Jets? Fuck the Jets. The Jets suck. 
Bills know they're going to win their conference and they're going to go to the playoffs. But I got to say, what a terrible, terrible refereeing call last night. And, by the way, terrible call to go for it on fourth and one. The, the, and, and the announcers, this is the thing I, don't re- I really hate, are how biased announcers are. I can't even watch a Longhorn game anymore. The guys on Fox hate the, the Longhorns. They just hate it. The problem is I have an app that has Longhorn Network, but the Longhorn Network is 30 seconds behind. So I can't listen to Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns, a broadcasting god, do the Longhorns games. I have to get stuck with Joel Clack. Joel Clack sucks dick. And the announcers last night were not even making a big deal. They didn't even, they didn't even, like, the, the, the people in New York didn't even challenge the spot of the ball. If you don't think that the NFL is crooked in any ways, please, wake the fuck up. They didn't want Buffalo to win that game last night. Probably somebody in the NFL office had money riding on the game. It was horseshit. Oh, I finished the last episode of, or we finished the last episode of you last night on Netflix. Wow. Wow. Great season. If you've watched any of the previous two seasons, this one's a little disappointing, but not really. It's just getting me, uh, and we have lots of mail today, and people are asking me about TV and stuff, so I'm, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. We've got tons of mail. As you know, mail's brought to you by JS Floors. We'll talk more about that here in a, 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 another break. But I had to get that off my chest about last night's Monday Night Football game because the baseball game was o- over in the second inning. Could the Red Sox just shit kick the fucking Astros a little bit more? Good God almighty. Kiki Hernandez. Kaikai or Kikai or whatever his damn name is. That guy's a damn stud. Come to the Rangers. Come to the Rangers. This season of you, I just kept thinking, really? I, I, I thought it was a, a good season, but not as good as, like, the first two. And I tell you what, this season of you just, it, you didn't have to wait long to get into it. They started right away. Let me say some good mornings uh, out the way. Uh, first person here, of course, was Douglas. He says, good morning, everyone. It was great to be at the Capitol in Sacktown with so many Patriots. Yes, that's my first story that we're going to is about the rally that happened yesterday at the Capitol in California. It was amazing. It was good to see. There was hardly any coverage of it here on television, so I had to go online to watch it. Straight Fire says, good morning, ass family. Taco, happy Taco Tuesday. Right back at you, Straight Fire. Hope you're doing good, my friend. Adam J., buenos dias, ass. Buenos dias. How you doing, Adam? Braddy Kid, good morning. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Erise says, good morning. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Alicia, good morning, ass family. Douglas, I didn't see you. I think I might have spotted Addict to Brian, but it was such a great turnout. Yes, a great turnout that nobody was wearing their ass shirts at. Come on. Come on. You got to wear your ass shirts there. Show that I am supporting you wholeheartedly. 
I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it went well yesterday. It's going to be amazing to see. By the way, I did a little research yesterday on Gavin Newsom's daughter, you know, the unvaccinated one. So on October the 8th, somebody actually had the balls to ask the Fuhrer because that's what he is. He's Hitler reincarnated. I'll say it. I'm not afraid of him. He is Hitler. Um, they asked the Fuhrer uh, about his daughter's vaccination, and his response was, well, she has to get some other vaccinations first, but we're going to get it in a couple days. couple days? That was... Uh, that was 11 days ago there, Governor, and she still hasn't been vaccinated yet. Interesting. Cowboys girl says couldn't believe the game last night, kind of like how the Cowboys got a touchdown and third down play, and they didn't call or review it exactly. That, that was a bullshit call. Uh, Brett says the ass rules. Thank you, Brett. Alicia, yeah, there were a lot of people. Or Douglas says, Alicia, yeah, there were a lot of people there. I was good. It was good to see. I will be at the next one. Because Gavin isn't backing down. No, he's not. Uh, if you come down with a case of shitty announcing, it's called the clock. <laughs> Triple T in the house. Says, good morning, ass. Brett says, good morning, ass. Alicia says, Douglas, it's supposed to be in January, right? Uh, Mike D says, great job to all that came out to the Capitol yesterday. And Douglas says, that's what I heard. Um, after Gavin Newsom imposed the nation's first COVID-19 vaccine for mandate for school children, thousands of people showed up at the state capitol yesterday to hold this event. According to the event permit for 2,500 people that was approved, there I think there was more than 2,500 people there. And see, this is where we, we, we fall apart from... Uh, at least the people who think with the correct side of their brain versus the incorrect side of their brain. Listen to what this person says. I'm not against anyone getting vaccinated. I'm against being forced to get vaccinated. I think it's about power more than anything, not public health. How else have I seen this phrase? If I'm offered a pair of scissors to open a bag and I turn them down, That's not me saying I'm anti-scissors. That's me saying I don't want these scissors. I'm not anti-scissors. I'm pro-scissors. I'm all in favor of scissors, but not at this point. I saw there was a video yesterday that I watched where a girl claims that eating meat you know what? Hold on a second. I, I, I want you guys to hear this because this is truly stupid. And I don't think I, I, I didn't save it, but I, I know how I can get to it. Hold on a second here because I, 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 I said this girl is, and I was going to say stupid, and I was going to make fun of her, but I realized that maybe she'll see that and then she'll get butt hurt and then they'll kick me off. And I haven't been kicked off TikTok in a while. So I, I kind of want to keep that streak going because I like being able to be on there to promote my show. Uh, let's see. Oh, there we go. Uh, all right. I got I got to go in here. And honestly, wait till you hear what this girl says. Here it is. Here we go. How is eating meat racist? Ugly. How is eating meat racist? Here you go. Gladly tell you. Looks like we've got an oppressor on our hands. So during slavery times, 
Slaves did not get to eat the same things as their masters. They got the scraps that no one wanted. Chitterlings. Now that black people have overcome slavery, they developed a rich barbecue culture to make up for all the meat-eating that they lost out on. So when you go to the store and you buy a piece of meat as a white person, you are actively taking away a piece of meat that could be being enjoyed by a survivor of ancestral slavery. That's Eating meat is not only racist, but it's also anti-Semitic. During the Holocaust, Jews did not get to eat meat in labor camps. They ate potato soup, which would spill on their bodies, burning them and giving them infections. Now, Jew survivors eat a lot of meat. Brisket. Just let them have that. Stop appropriating. There you go. That's a real video. That, that, that's not somebody doing it for comedy. That's a real thought in this country. That eating meat is racist. You see, this is where we have fucking lost our way. As a society, as a people, as I, I, I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, but it, it, it's beyond stupid. The scissors uh, comparison that I did, somebody said, how, how did Scissors Company not ever use Ellen sponsor the scissors, right? Um, I don't know how it got there where if you say, I don't like broccoli, that means we need to burn all the broccoli fields in this country. Now, granted, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but the problem is there are a lot of people in this country, bratty kid included, that enjoy broccoli. I don't, and that's okay. There are people in this country that want to be vaccinated, and there are people in this country that don't want to be vaccinated, and they're both okay. Brett says, so tired of hearing about slavery. It ended 1865. Let's go. Well, what are you more tired of? Are you ti- more tired of hearing about slavery? Or are you more tired of hearing about uh, 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 Americans being colonizers? I- I- I'm just wondering. Because I'm tired of it all. I'm tired of anti-Semitism being thrown in the face. Now you eat meat, you're an anti-Semite? What the actual fuck? And there are people out there that really need, that, that believe this shit. V. Coop says she's the one stereotyping. She's racist. Buenos dias, ogre. She needs to fill her mouth with some cock rather than blab out that bullshit. I love me some meat. Cock me too. <laughs> oh. So yesterday, the big rally happened in California. People not wanting to get their kids vaccinated. And by the way, by the way, you're all, you're, you're all, I would just, I'm just going to let you know, so this doesn't catch you off guard. You're all domestic terrorists. Everybody that participated yesterday, you are a domestic terrorist. Under the definitions of things that happen in this country. Remember, Black students wanting all black dorms is A-OK. But if white students want all white dorms, that's racist. You see, you see, it doesn't make sense. This is the stupidest time in American history. And I found something interesting yesterday. I'm going to read you something that I copy and pasted. 
Yep, I, I, and Douglas just sent me a picture of a domestic terrorist. It looks like a mom holding a child and walking hand-in-hand with another hand. Oh, domestic terrorism. I love it. You ready for this? Let me read this to you. <clears throat> it comes from a document that, that we all like to wipe our ass with called the United States Constitution, and it's the tenth point that's in there, and, and the first ten are called the Bill of Rights. And it says, the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Now, let's go back in time. I'm going to explain what that means if you don't know already. Do you remember a little thing that happened? In New Orleans, Louisiana, about, what, 10, 15 years ago, a little thing called Hurricane Katrina. Do do, do y'all remember that? How it was on the radars and how everybody knew it was going to hit New Orleans. The path was going to come through New Orleans. It was going to be one of the most powerful hurricanes of all time. And do you remember who was in office at that time? That's right, George W. Bush. George W. Bush called up then-Governor Kathleen Blanco, a Democrat. By the way, the mayor of New Orleans at that time was also a Democrat named Ray Nagin. The president called and said, we would like to bring in the National Guard to bring in water, to bring in all this stuff for you. Four days before Hurricane Katrina hit. Four days before both Kathleen Blanco, the governor, and Ray Nagin went on television on separate times and said, no, this is a state's rights issue, which at that time I I didn't realize that wanting to help people was a state's rights issue because Ray Nagin's, his plan And this is true. Look it up. Look it up. I remember this, and I laughed my ass off. His plan to evacuate New Orleans was, you wait till the hurricane hits, and then you load up everybody on school buses. And the the governor, Kathleen Blanco, went along with that. Now, to me, that sounds like if Ray Negan was a firefighter, he would allow the fire to burn the house down and then go in and help the people that are in there because we all know what happened. Katrina hit, flooded the bus yard. What? Rendering all those buses they were going to use to evacuate people useless. And we had people on their roofs with signs that said, help us. And then who was blamed? Do, do, do you recall? You recall a, a, a certain telethon was happening, and there was Austin Powers, a.k.a. Mike Myers, sharing the screen with Kanye West, the moron that he is. And Kanye West said, George Bush doesn't care about black people because it took three days to get to New Orleans. Well, that's what happens when the roads are flooded 
and things are destroyed, they can't get there overnight. National Guard did show up with plenty of water, plenty of evacuation plans, and they got a lot of those people out. And we heard about the Superdome and how there were rapes and there were murders going on, which was not true. I believe there was, there was one maybe death that happened inside the, the Superdome. And what does this have to do with what I just read? Well, I'm going to tell you. Because George Bush respected the state's rights. Just like Donald Trump did as well. When COVID first started. He didn't want to force a mask mandate. He didn't want to shut everything down. But he said states' rights. This is why it is so important. <laughs> Ogre says, it's not Nagin's fault the buses were rendered inoperative. It's the white Republican capitalist bus manufacturers that didn't make them waterproof or a submarine. Bunch of racists, all of them. Exactly. This is why it's important to know who your governors are and why you vote the way you vote. The federal government is making Texas pay for a lot of shit. Didn't help us during the big freeze of last year. Fucked us with electricity. Letting the the immigrants come in the border. And by the way, they're hiding them at night now. They're letting them do their thing at night. The immigrants come in through Mexico. They put them on a bus at night because the media sleeps, obviously. And they allow them to live in the country. These are all things that the government is doing to Texas because Texas is doing what is constitutionally allowed. When Governor Wheels comes out and he says Texas will not allow companies to mandate vaccinations. Why is that? Because a little thing called the Tenth Amendment, you can't do anything about it. Now, I don't know about the whole abortion thing. Like I said, I, 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 look, one day on this show, we will sit down and we will talk about the abortion issue. Now, delegated to the, the power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states, respectively, or to the people. Roe versus Wade was a case, and... I don't know if the Constitution, I'll have to look more into it. Because honestly, let me just tell you, I don't know. I do not know. Because abortion to me is ooky, and I don't want any part of it. And I know that a lot of people say, well, Arnie, that's a cop-out. And you know what? It is. I'll I'll, I'll say it's a cop-out because I don't want to talk about it. But Texas is using, once again, their Tenth Amendment right to say this is the law. Since the United States doesn't have a law or it's not in the Constitution, kind of like these mandates that, that they like to throw at you, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and do it our way because we have states' rights. And what I'm saying, it should resonate in California, but not in a good way. Because you have such a shitbird as a governor, Your state's rights will be 
those things are mandated. And until that guy is out of office, you are going to get the short end of the stick on everything. And I hate to be telling you this, but I'm not going to lie to you. Any state that has a Democratic governor is going to go along with these mandates. Here's one. Um, Where's it at? Hold on a second. Um, Oh, Chicago police. Get ready for this. You do realize that Newsom being gone isn't going to make no difference because they're just going to get in another Democrat? I can agree with that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, That's why I'm making this a bigger point. Look, California needs, if they want real change, if they want to clean up the issues in California, whether it be the homeless issue, whether it be COVID, whether it be, I, I don't care, you're going to need to change the leadership there. And I mean a drastic change. Because Gavin Newsom is a Democrat, and you don't need another Democrat running that state. Chicago police who choose to retire rather than get the vaccination could, in fact, lose their pensions now. Chicago Police Department's top cop has threatened to deny retirement benefits to those who choose to retire from the job rather than comply with the city's COVID-19. So I want you to think about this. Let's say that you're a cop and you've been on the job for 30 years and you were planning on retiring this year no matter what. And it's the time of your retirement and you didn't get a vaccination and you retire and now they're going to take your pension. Money that you paid into, they're going to take that away from you. Police Superintendent David O. Brown said that those officers who choose to retire rather than follow the orders may be denied retirement credentials. So, uh, here's my question. Why is this vaccine so important to that side? You're You're going to steal money from police officers in one of the most dangerous cities in America who choose to retire, you're going to steal their money. And and that's the way I see it, is they're stealing this money from them. Because they didn't get a shot? Now, now far, far, look, look. Far be it for me to tell you guys to get a shot. And let's say that I was an anti-vaxxer. Okay, let's say I didn't want to get the shot. I have the vaccine. I got it. I have not grown a third arm or anything like that. Okay? When you start fucking with my retirement, I'm just going to tell you this right now. If I was an anti-vaxxer, I would get the vaccine just to make sure. I'd get the vaccine and then retire. 
and say, fuck you, I don't want to work for you anymore, and then get my retirement. Now they're fucking with your future. A lot of people say the vaccine could fuck with your future. It could. We don't know the long-term effects of this vaccine. We don't. Nobody does. And, and like I said, I support you getting it or not getting it. But this is one of those things that just makes me scratch my head that you're going to punish people years down the road because they didn't do this. Good old Mayor Gollum herself. And once again, it is rules for thee, but not for me. Why do I say that? Well, I say that because where did where did the fucking story go here? God damn it. Mayor Gollum, which I, I can't find the damn oh there it is. I just didn't highlight it. Okay. Mayor Gollum was seen at a WNBA game. Shocker. Shocker that that thing is a lesbian. And, and, and even lesbians are like, she's not one of us. That bitch is too ugly to be one of us. I mean, she makes Rosie O'Donnell look like a fucking model. Uh, good morning, Derek, my friend. How are you? Douglas says, we need a Republican or Libertarian governor. Coercion is not consent. That's why I don't like pensions. We should be in control of our own retirement period. Unions can shit on you when you don't get in line. Okay. Hangtown Jen, good morning to you as well. Kale says, because it's purely about control, these people are evil. Jenny Lynn says, good morning. We're pulling our kids out of public school thanks to the VAX mandate. There's going to be a lot of people that do that. And California's going to start to lose money. And then, guess what? I'm just going to tell you, California isn't just going to roll over. You've got a big fight on your hand. You take your kids out of public school. I don't know if you're going to homeschool them or what, but they're going to come after you. Like they're coming after these Chicago police officers. So be ready for a fight. I'm not saying you're wrong, and I'm, I, 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 I think you're more right than anything because it's your decision. It's your choice as a parent, what you want to put in your kids' bodies. Mayor Gollum was caught at a WNBA game in the stands, yucking it up, taking pictures with people, once again without a mask. Uh, I'm really curious at what the school pullout was yesterday. I'd be interested to see those numbers, too. Christopher, if you're listening and you can write on the message board, he wrote me yesterday morning uh, about they sent out an email because he is a bus driver in one of the deadliest towns in the world, Fresno, where he's dodging bullets daily. How was your school bus attendance yesterday? I'm sure they will require it for everyone under the sun eventually. Oh, it pretty much is right now. The more we comply, the more they'll take, keep complying, and we'll have no rights. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Let's see. Uh, Ratburger. 
are some parts of the Constitution and amendments considered set in stone and the others are mere suggestions with lots of gay room? Okay. Then he sent me a story from KCRA. Let's see. Look for the numbers. Uh, parents not happy. Both articles. Uh, all right. Fox 40. Let's see. Um, continue reading. I'd like to continue reading, please. Uh, I'm trying to find here. He sent me a story from Fox 40. So go to Fox 40's website. Um, I, I, I can't find the numbers. I, and it, it's, if you believe what school districts report yesterday, ha, ha, ha. Okay. I, I'll have to look more in depth at that. But it's on Fox 40, and I, and I use KCRA and Fox 40's website. So those are places that you'll go. By the way, uh, look at their numbers and see what they say, and then take that with a grain of salt because it is the media reporting it. The same Sacramento media that said all of those protests that burned down, those peaceful protests that happened uh, last, last summer, no cases of coronavirus were spread there. This is the same media that said that. Uh, Alicia, I know a friend posted a letter from her son's teacher, and it said that not many students showed up, so she wasn't going to do homework for the week. Good. Uh, Christopher says it was normal. All right. Appreciate that, Christopher. Thank you. But once again, we have a leader. It, it, it quote unquote leader. I call this it thing a, a leader because it is the mayor of Chicago and it is all over television. And once again, not complying and wearing a mask, which I don't understand why people are not more up in arms over this shit. It amazes me. There is a story right now going around about college campuses. Are you ready for this? Colorado State University is threatening kids who don't disclose their vaccination status with being arrested for trespassing. The University of Southern California, USC, which you cannot spell the word suck without USC, will not, N-O-T, allow students to drink water in class because they have to lower their masks. Oakland University in Michigan wanted to make students wear bio buttons on campus. Harvard and Yale are mandating vaccines among the students, and Harvard also requires them amongst the staff, even if you have gotten COVID. Rutgers University in New Jersey excluded unvaccinated students from online classes if they chose online classes. 
You're not even showing up to school. You're online and they're kicking you out. Somebody backed into our fucking bumper. Somebody with a red fucking car. God damn it. Didn't even leave a note, motherfuckers. I want you to think about that. They won't let kids drink water in class because they have to lower their mask. How fucked up is that? And these are kids that I would imagine since it is the university, well, USC is a private institution, so they can do what they want, but I would imagine that they have a, a mandate in place there at the University of Southern California or the University of Spoiled Children, whichever one you'd prefer, that says you have to get vaccinated, oh, and wear a mask to school, even though you can still. I saw someone reply to the news station's Twitter that said overheard pic was a stock photo to make it appear like more than a few people showed up. The person said not many showed. Uh, that's not true. I, I, I saw the pictures online and on television. Uh, yeah, yeah, there were a bunch of people that showed up. That kind of stupidity proves this isn't a health issue, right? I mean, come on. You're not going to let kids drink water in class? Because they have to lower their masks? Please. I, 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 I'm tired of all the COVID stuff. I, I really am. Let's get to people that work in our government who are not doing their jobs. How about that? I only have a few examples. Like this one right here. This one, I, this one could be my favorite, and that's why it's the top spot here. The Vice President of the United States of America. Kamala the Indian giant Harris. Yesterday decided to be in Nevada and stand in front of Lake Mead to talk about the record low water levels and to push the administration's climate change agenda by saying this is where we are headed. I would like to point out, honey, you are not the climate czar. You are the immigration czar. You are doing John Kerry's job for him. Is this something to have a discussion about? I would say probably yes. You know, here's the funny thing. I remember a long time ago when I left the great state of Texas originally, Thanks, Mom and Dad, for wanting to retire in Reno. And we moved up there in the second year of a seven-year drought. Seven-year drought. Lake Mead was low. You know where Hoover Dam is and all that kind of stuff? It was real, real low. And do you know what happened? You know what happened? Nature corrected itself after seven years and began to dump and began to snow every winter record amounts to where they lifted themselves out of said drought. And I'd like to point out that they were in a drought also because 
Nevada is a fucking desert. Do you know what doesn't happen in deserts? Lots and lots of rainfall. Hence, they are deserts. Kale says she does everything but her own job. This is this is why I, I I'm 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 so lost as to the quote unquote leadership. She just decided to go to to, to Nevada and say, oh well, we got to fix this. Why why don't you fly down to the border, honey? Why don't you fix that problem? Oh, because you're punishing Texas. Okay, then go to Arizona and fix their border issue. Go to California. Fix their border issue because they all have them. And see, the immigrants, they're coming here now. Why are they coming here? They're coming here because they know that the federal government is not going to do anything to them here in Texas. The federal government's going to welcome them with open arms. Why? Because the federal government is in a fight with the governor of Texas right now. Ah, person number two not doing their job. And this one, this one is amazing. And we highlighted a little bit of this yesterday. Good old former Mayor Pete. A guy who, let me just say, is in way over his head. It, it's, it, it's we're like, like we're asking Mayor Pete to describe a vagina for us. He has no idea how to do so. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg claims that the United States supply chain was only strained, are you ready for this, because of President Joe Biden's success in guiding the country out of recession. He, he, he really said that. The U.S. supply chain crisis has affected Americans of all stripes, despite White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain endorsing the message that it, that it and inflation are high-class problems. Yet Buttigieg said that the reason the supply chain is dealing with backlogs is because demand and income are up under Joe Biden. Don't believe me? Well, oh, uh, okay. ...that we've ex been experiencing this year will continue into next year, but there are both short-term and long-term steps that we can take to do something about it. Look, uh, part of what's happening isn't just the supply side, it's the demand side. Demand is off the charts. Retail sales are through... Demand the for bread is off the charts. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. You fucking donkey. The roof. And if you think about those images of uh, ships, for example, waiting at anchor on the West Coast, you know, every one of those ships uh, is full of record amounts of goods that Americans are buying uh, because demand is up, because income is up, uh, because the president has successfully guided this economy. Out no, 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 he hasn't. He, he hasn't. There's still millions of Americans not working. Why? Because your president, your boss, is allowing chicks to still go out to people to say, please don't go to work. Uh, Added Brian says, um, 
unvaccinated students at Los Rios colleges received an email that said, if we go to campus for more than 15 minutes, we'll face disciplinary action and extreme repercussions so we can be on campus for 15 minutes. Why any minutes at all? Yep, Pete's right. We've always had hundreds of tankers waiting offshore throughout boom times. Oh, wait, we have it. Well, there's an interesting thing that's not being talked about yet. Maybe in some places it is being talked about, but once again, it's happening in a state that is warring with the federal government, and that state is Florida. Oh, do we have we have a couple of doozy Florida stories today? Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has come out and said, Florida ports are willing to take all these ships. And if you've ha- if you haven't seen the picture, Google today the the ships that are sitting outside on the East Coast, mainly New York and the eastern the upper eastern seaboard. You see all these supply ships coming in. You see, if it were true, we would have enough workers there to unload those. But we don't have the workers to unload that. Why? Because the workers are staying home because they're getting money from the government to stay home. Or there are crazy vaccine protocols in place, and people don't want to follow that because they don't believe it's that bad. So Florida has said, please, use our ports. Our ports are open, people are working, and they're ready to take these ships. You think the federal government's going to allow that to happen? Oh, the answer is a resounding no. Of course the federal government is not going to allow that to happen. Why would they allow Florida to do that? It, it, it truly is stupid, but that, that's former Mayor Pete, and he no longer has his sleeves rolled up because he's not doing his job. I just saw something that said the U.S. ranchers have raised $300 million to build their own meat processing plant. Apparently, the big ones we had were sold to China. That wouldn't surprise me, and I think the ranchers are getting together to to do something that will fight what is going on with this whole climate thing. And I and I know one person that's not going to be happy. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that's right. That little cunt Greta. How dare you? Well, stop being a cunt, and I'll stop calling you that. Greenhouse emissions, you know, fucking methane in the air is going to raise the cost of meat. And I, I do have a story. Where do I have? Oh, California. I, I've got tips for you later. I've got tips. Just remember, you got to be here for the whole show today. If you want tips on how to save yourself money in the long run and you enjoy pork, you're going to want to stick around. Fuck that. I ain't going to do that to you. You know what? That's what shit radio shows do to you. I'm not a shit radio show. I'm a kick-ass podcast. That's what I am. So I am in t- I am going to give you this tip right here right now. 
starting on January the 1st in California. We've talked a little bit about this. But have you noticed the prices of pork are going up in California? Uh, Super busy this morning at work and transportation, but I'll chime in with this. The whole transportation supply chain issue has been going on since May 2020 and has gotten worse by the day. Someone who works in uh, uh, that, that industry. Well, uh, I can't, I, I can't, I don't have the answer yet for, for beef. Actually, I do. So in California, uh, thanks to the voters of California approving Proposition 12, which prohibits confining egg-laying hens, veal calves, and breeding pigs in a cruel manner. Prop 12 requires at least 24 square feet of space for each breeding pig and calls for the elimination of gestation stalls from pregnant pigs. Those are metal enclosures where pigs stand atop slatted concrete floors, 7 by 2 in size. So what happens now is they need more space, which means they need to build bigger pens for these pigs. And a lot of these farmers, they don't have the money. They don't have the, the, the area to build. And they're going to have to reduce the number of pigs that they have. Which in turn means if your supply is short and the demand is high, the price will skyrocket. And by the way, these laws go into place on January 1st. I'm just going to tell you this. Stock up on pork now. Do you want to help an industry out? Help the freezer industry out. I would say stock up on as much bacon, sausage, whatever you like pork-wise. Stock up on it. Because in 2022, let me tell you, the prices are going to be ridiculous. Beef. This is what I've seen. And, and, and I hope they don't mind if I out them here. We have people that sell cows in the ass family. Tim and Nicole. I'm not going to say they're ranchers, but they are ranchers. So what you do is you become friend with a rancher or somebody who raises cows and you buy an entire cow or two for the entire year. And you take it to a butcher and you get it chopped up. At, at first, it's going to cost you a lot of money. But throughout the rest of the year, you will have your meat. You know where it came from. It's not processed. It's all this kind of good stuff. And by the way, you'll be helping out ranchers and farmers as well. You could do the same with pigs. A lot of people think, oh, that's stupid. I'm not going to buy that much meat. Well, think about how much meat. This would work perfect for me. I'd probably have to buy two cows a year for all the fucking ribeye steaks I eat. 
and you're getting good, wholesome meat. And this is a way around that problem. Now, it's a way around that problem for now, okay? Of course, they're going to go after every farmer that does that. Of course, they're going to go after every rancher that does that eventually. Save the ribeye, sell burgers to your friends. Well, I like burgers too, so I'm going to be doing that. The upfront is expensive, but I think uh, of this way, uh, a ribeye only costs about $5 a pound. Yeah. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? So there you go. There, there's the, the tips that I said I would give you later in the show. I give them to you now. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have two more people not doing their job. Oh, the first one is Jen P. Sucky. This gal is the most dangerous human being on the planet. I'm here to tell you. That's not hyperbole. That's not me hating her because she has red hair and she's a Democrat. This is me telling you the truth. The most dangerous person. She is a modern-day Joseph Goebbels. Joseph Goebbels was in charge of propaganda that the Nazis ran. And Jin P. Saki, or P. Sucky, whatever her fucking awful name is, was asked yesterday about that story I told you about with China testing out their new, I don't know, supersonic fucking missiles, the ones that can fly and orbit the Earth, and our radars radars can't pick them up. Oh, and they do carry nuclear warheads. They asked her about that. Uh, That's not stupid at all. I've looked into it for years, but I'm too poor. When my Shiba coins get to a penny, I'll buy six cows. Well, I'm I'm telling you right now. See, this is one of those things. Hold on. Before I get to Jin P. Sucky, you can buy a cow with another family. Maybe your family doesn't eat that much meat, but you need meat throughout the course of the year. Buy Buy a cow with another family. Split the cost. It's something worth looking into. Don't let Arn hear you say that Jim Pisaki is the most dangerous person in the world. Well, look, Arn Anderson doesn't follow any mandates. Arn Anderson doesn't need a shot. COVID-19 had to get an Arn Anderson fucking vaccination shot. Jim P. Sucky said, and I quote, when asked about these China missiles, We welcome the competition. She then goes on to say, Biden does not want to veer into conflict with China after they tested terrifying hypersonic missiles that Defense Secretary Austin warned would inflame tensions. Yeah, I think so. A a missile that can go up to 3,800 miles per hour? We welcome, I don't welcome that competition. No, I don't welcome that competition at all. I haven't heard about us shooting one of these off and testing it anytime soon. 
That would mean that would mean that we're as actual competition. What I hear about is how North Korea has just tested one of their missiles in the Bay of Japan. To me, that's a problem. No. There's now right-handed privilege. Come on. There's right-handed privilege. Why? Because there are more right-handed people in the world than there are left. You know, just stop with this. Just stop. This is dumb. We're in such a stupid place now. I don't generally suggest violence, but these people, especially her, are pushing it. That's why I sent it to you. It's so stupid. Yes, there is right-handed privilege. I'm a lefty, and I saw down with right-handed people. Viva la gouch. I'm sorry for you. But see, here's the thing. Here's the key you got to look at. If you're a right-handed pitcher, pitcher and you throw 97 miles an hour, you can make upwards of $10, $11 million a year. If you are a left-handed pitcher that throws 97, 98 miles an hour, you're going to be making close to $20 million a year. Privilege is kind of thrown out. See, you're very unique. All you lefties want to take us on our righties. Just remember this one thing that they say about left-handed people. You can't do anything right. Hey, now! (laughs) I got to see something here. You have the gift of gas, some have a little bit of your gift, and then we have zero. We demand that you start equity sharing your gift with the rest of us. I'll take 10%. So there you go. Fucking dumb. Oh, the last person not doing their job. Here we go. You ready for this one? This is a doozy. Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters. The House Financial Service Committee Chairman from the great state of California has paid her daughter over $70,000 in donor cash. Last quarter alone, she paid her over $20,000. Waters' campaign did not immediately respond to Fox News' request for comment on the payments to her daughters. See, I thought that that money was supposed to be used towards your campaign. Now, any anyone of 
of smart ilk that, that would be funneling money out of their own campaign to give it to their children would say, that child is working on my campaign. The daughter of the Democrat organized state mailing operations to bolster her mother's reelection. Now, is that worth $74,000? I don't know. She was the only federal politician to use a slate mailer operation. Karen Walters, the daughter, isn't the only family member to get cash. In 2004, Waters' campaign shelled out over a million dollars to other family members over the previous eight years. So I guess her whole family works for her. Hmm. Interesting shit right there. Can you imagine if that was, I don't know, insert any Republican's name, how people would be up in arms about that? I, I, I know. Um, let's see, what do we got left? Yeah, funneling money from taxpayers to her family, nothing to see here. By the way, there is good news out there, a little bit. Nancy Pelosi and her huge number of Democrats in the House of Representatives is, A, in trouble next year for not only the fact that they haven't done their job, but because two long-term Democratic congressmen, David Price out of North Carolina and Mike Doyle out of Pennsylvania, are retiring. Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. Nancy, you won't get the good seat now at the State of the Union address. Oh, what will you do? I did see a rumor yesterday, and I I couldn't... I I saw it, like, in passing, and I couldn't find it in the news cycle. There is a story that, that good news finally could be happening to America, yet we all know where she's a representative from. San Francisco, that means another Democrat will take her place. Um, But Nancy Pelosi is also thinking about stepping down, retiring, enjoying the last, I don't know what, two years of her life because she's 99 years old. Dianne Feinstein's the same way. So there's at least some good news to look forward to. Not much. Not much, but some. Uh, The Biden administration is looking to shit all over the Tenth Amendment yet again because they're asking the Supreme Court to block Texas abortion ban. Texas has the right under the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution to say, hey, We can make our own laws here. Because nowhere in the Constitution does it give the right to have an abortion. Now look, once again, once again, I hate it. And this is where I stand. 
You know what, ass family? I'm going to ask you a question after I give you where I stand on this. Where I stand on abortion. I think abortion is something that the government shouldn't be paying for. I think abortion should be funded by private citizens and people who get abortion. Now, when it comes to getting an abortion, once again, my personal belief, I don't think that it should be used as a form of birth control. Now, I'm not going to judge you if you do use that because you're somebody who probably won't be in my life. Somebody who gets six or seven abortions a year. I, I, I don't know what I have in common with you to where you're going to be a part of my life. And I've said it, and I will back this up. You have to answer for your actions, your conscience. I won't even bring in the higher power. I'd like to know, ask family, where you stand on the topic of abortion. Please, please let me know. Okay, Uh, a radio show in Sacramento, show that I used to be on, just said schools around the Sacramento area said they saw no change in attendance yesterday. Districts are lying. My district was down 30% or more. As for many others, annoying when media misreport because of a lack of caring about getting accurate information. Would be interesting to see if everyone boycotted their show for a week or a month and see if they noticed. We need to get the support of more people with greater influence. That is amazing. Thank you, Alicia, for sending that to me. They'll lie, and they'll say their numbers are just as good. Uh, All right, here we go. I asked what your opinion was, and you guys are answering. And I appreciate this because, to me, this is a very personal issue. Um, Andrew says, I'm against it in very rare cases, case-by-case basis. I think it should be available to all rape victims and all incest victims, but that's me. That's me, Arnie, personally. That's not Andrew. Should be between a woman and her doctor, and if getting it, it is not on the taxpayer's dime. Ken Dog says, used to not care, but now it's just wrong. Agda Bryan says, I have five kids. What does that tell you? <laughs> Jenny Lynn says, used to be pro-choice, now I'm pro-life. Ghost in Nevada says, one allowed. Eri says, if I don't want them telling me to get the shot, I also don't want them telling me I can't get an abortion. Despite that, I don't support it uh, for myself as a choice. Brady Kid says, only for rapes and medical reasons, use a condom or birth control. Sassy Pammy says, available if needed, but not multiple times. It, it, it is not to be used as birth control. I believe in it with restrictions not used as birth control pill, but incest, rape, uh, it should be an option. There is always cases where it could be beneficial, pregnancy after rape, etc. 
But for birth control, no, never. There are many other logical choices. Pull in, pray, uh, obtain condoms, pills, etc. Why a medical procedure? Because you can't bother to be careful. Uh, 100% arised. Well, we've learned that AOB's man's pullout game isn't that good. I think it's case by case, not against it or for it. I think that states should be allowed to make their own decisions and make it not, uh, don't make it illegal for people to leave the state and get one. I think that's stupid. If somebody wants to get one, if you live in a state that is so anti pregnancy or anti abortion, you should be allowed to travel to another state and get one done. If that's the way you want to live your life, you go right ahead. But as far as it goes for me, I hate this topic. Uh, To me, it's a last straw for any political pundit who's trying to win or trying to hold on. They bring up abortion, and now abortion is at the forefront. Uh, Brady Kid, big (laughs) facts, okay, I'll tell you all. I'm allergic to latex. Found out when out the fun way, and birth control triggers more migraines, so my doctor told me I can't take it. All right. Hey, yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It should be between a woman, her doctor, and her conscience. When that woman looks in the mirror the next day and says, I ended, and, and look, look. I don't want to get into definitions of when the baby's born and all this kind of shit and the heartbeat and all that. That, to me, is just mucking up the system. You have thwarted a life from being born. Now, I use the word thwarted instead of killed. You can kill it. We don't know if it, it, once again, all this shit with the heartbeat and all that stuff is just mucking up the system. They, they, they bring that out. They, they talk about the heartbeat and all that kind of shit to tug at your heartstrings. It's a glob. That's all it is. It's a glob of congealed fucking cells. But it has a heartbeat. It's up to the woman and her conscience. That, that, that's the way I would put it. I, I don't want to talk about it. I hate it. I, I think it's one of the worst things that we talk about in America, and I wish that we could just get over it and not mind other people's business. It's amazing what happens when you mind your own business. And by the way, by minding your own business, you keep your business also to yourself. Oh, girl, I just got my 15th abortion today. Well, I... I, I can't be a I, I I don't understand that. Uh, I wonder if there are people who are using it like birth control. Yes, there are. Multiple abortions. Why can't the state just sterilize that person? Seems a more logical choice for all sides. Like sterilization is an option out there for those that want to fuck and don't want to bother to be an adult about it. I will tell you why they don't do that. First of all, state can't sterilize you. And some of these women are in their late teens, 
and and I I know somebody who knows somebody who had six abortions between the age of 21 and 24. They weren't ready for a child yet. And the reason why they don't sterilize them is because somewhere down the road, they will be. Now, there could be a lot of complications that come in later with those people. But once again, it's not up to me. It's how can you look yourself in the mirror? (laughs) 15, shit, at that point, you're scraped up worse than a cat post. Some 1% of abortions are a result of rape or incest. Uh, make the, and it, it cut out there. My tubes have been tied for years. If for some reason I get I was to get pregnant right now, I'd probably get an abortion. I'm not starting over at this age. Fuck that. Okay, there you go. Fair enough. And if your tubes are tied, fuck. I'm totally against the state sterilizing people. It was tried before, and it's a travesty. Talk about slippery. Oh, absolutely. No, no, the state shouldn't. No, they should never do that. By the way, let, let, let's have a joke. Let, let's do some jokes to clean up after abortion because we got two more things to talk about here. Uh, my jokes of the day today are, and one was sent to me, and hold on, let, let me look up who sent this joke to me because this shit was fucking hilarious. Oh, crap. That's, oh, switch account. There we go. United States show. Boom. Justin, thank you so much for sending me this joke. What's worse than ants in your pants? Uncles. <laughs> that one's so good. That one is so good. What's the best part of a dead hooker? The second hour is free. (laughs) And the final joke. uh, What do you call an orphan taking a selfie? A family photo. Those are all so good. The fucking aunts and uncles one is my favorite. Getting spayed or neutered isn't always that easy. I had two kids and a husband who was willing to sign off. Kaiser wouldn't do it because of my... uh, we can't, my again, even though it was medically needed. All right. All right. Enough about abortion. Enough about gross stuff down there. All right. Uh, all right. Hillary Clinton has written a novel. I mean, <laughs> what? A novel? Critics are saying that her first novel trashes the Biden esque character as a fool. Hillary Rodham Clinton released a novel under her name, State of Terror, in which critics claim she gets even with Joe Biden and Donald Trump for beating her to the White House, characterizing one as a fool and the other as terrifying and dangerous. State of Terror. You think it's a murder mystery? I well, I think it's pure fiction. Addie Brian goes on to say, uh, and this is the last one we're going to talk about here when it comes to this stuff. Uh, I don't know about that. Yes, it's a slippery slope, but people that continuously give birth to addicted babies should be sterilized. 
I know two people that had more than four babies each that were all born addicted. That's fucking horrible. It is. But once again, we can't tell people in this country if they can and can't have babies. That's what they do in China. And I don't want, I, I don't ever want to be cl- said we're like China. So it, I think it's, that's more shit down the road that we got to talk about. This is about how she didn't have anything to do with Epstein's death. No, I wonder if there's a cheating husband in this book as well. I don't know. I'm not going to read it, by the way. And in a story that has got to be the biggest Golly. of the entire year, rioters tore through Portland. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Have they stopped rioting? Or has this riot just been going on since George Floyd? You know, the felon. Rioters caused more than a half million dollars worth of damage, and cops did nothing. Why? Well, that's because of new laws that won't allow them to use pepper spray or tear gas. Angry residents are asking, does that mean we are now a like a lawless city? Now like a lawless city? You haven't been a lawless city for the past year and a half? It was a hundred-person protest that caused over $500,000 in damage. Antifa rioters tore through the city following a memorial for an activist killed in October whose mother organized the protest and called it a night of rage and anger. This is where I would like to be on top of a, I don't know, a tank that has a a 50 caliber Gatlin gun. You, You want Portland's problems solved, I can solve them. And yes, it's going to, it, it involves extreme violence and lots and lots of death. That's what it includes. I'm tired of this. I would imagine the good people of Portland, as weird as they are, they're still Americans, barely. Um, but they deserve to live in peace, as all Americans do. Based off of Bill Gates' reaction on the news segment a few weeks ago, I think uh, it was him that had Epstein murdered. Oh, wow. Interesting. There's a story out yesterday about, you know, the fucking wedding. Bill Gates' daughter had a $2 million wedding, and she had the audacity to say, oh, it wasn't easy planning a $2 million wedding in the midst of COVID. Cry me a motherfucking $2 million wedding. Really? Well, the story that came along with that was that Bill Gates was actually censured by honchos at Microsoft to say, hey, you got to stop sending emails to this one gal. He kept sending flirty emails to a gal, and they finally had to pull him aside and said, Bill, you got to stop. 
No, they're Blazers fans. Fuck them. Uh, why are people uh, angst, uh, angsty in Portland? I thought it was a new age hippie city. No, because they don't like America. They don't like police. They want police gone. They don't believe in laws. It, 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 I would not say they're hippie-esque. Maybe they have some qualities of the hippie lifestyle. But these are angry hippies that want the police gone. They want laws gone. They want to live in a society where they can do whatever the fuck they want. So, like I said, I'll roll on into town in a Sherman tank. We'll mount a 50 caliber Gatlin gun to it. And as soon as the riot starts, I will clean the streets up. And I will flood the sewers with Antifa blood. There you go. That's the only way you're going to fix Portland. Portland is a lost cause. Lisa says, I'm all for violence. Yeah. $2 million wedding. You can do whatever the fuck you want with that kind of money. Well, she had it. It was no cakewalk for her. She she had a tough go of things. Poor girl. She only had a $2 million wedding. All right, we got through the first segment. We got mail coming up next. 775-357-FANS is the number. If you want to write the show and get it read on listener mail, please write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Good 
All right. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. I heard a little bit of that song yesterday. Uh, Artist is a guy named Tyler Childers. Kind of dig it. Kind of like his voice. Might have to get some more of him. Brand new song called All Yorn. Y-O-U-R apostrophe N. Not an actual word. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know what's funny? Yesterday, uh, the day of the protest, I had normal attendance, but today the kids I just dropped off, I was missing about 30%. Strange? Yeah, kind of strange. Andrew says he likes that song. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, all right, it is time once again for our weekly recap of Listener Mail. These mail come in to me all week long, and I sort through them, pick out the best ones, and then read them usually on a Tuesday. And by the way, mail is sponsored by JS Floors. Best in the West, let me tell you something about the rest. The rest, they like to come over to your house, and they steal pictures of your mothers, your grandmothers, and aunts. And then they superimpose their pictures on pornographic pictures. That has your mom doing pornographic things with farm animals. That's what the rest does. Do you know what JS Floors does? JS Floors comes to your house and they put in high quality flooring. That's what they do. They don't want to put your your nana in a compromising position with a goat? No. They want to give you good floors to walk on. I would suggest you call them at 775-267-4123. Tell Jesse, hey, I know that you're not going to make my Aunt Bertha have sex with a dolphin in a picture. Please come to my house and fix my floors. So there you go. Uh, so once again, you can get the email sent to arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome All to right. Mail nope. Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, this one's from Denise. Before I read Denise's, let's see. I can see teenage Arnie doing this at a party. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I would have done that for sure. Yeah. Uh, the rest like the ghostwrite novels for Hillary Clinton. Uh, Kyle says, yeah, Tyler is awesome. Okay, I'm, I might download some more of that. I got some driving to do today, so I might have to listen to that, young man. Uh, all right, first one is from Denise. It says, Arnie, I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed the cover songs on Friday. Oh, well, thank you. That's right. On Friday last week, we played nothing but cover songs. And I, I played a bunch of them. There's a lot more out there that I could play. Yesterday, I played a couple covers. Uh, I believe Mike D. was not happy with the Cranberries, Go Your Own Way. Uh, But uh, I heard you said you might do this again and was wondering if you were going to play Walk This Way or California Girls, maybe. Keep up the great show, and I'm telling all my friends about it. Well, thank you, Denise. Thank you for telling your friends about it. There's so many great cover songs out there that I, I don't play enough music on this show to get to all of them. But how about we do this? How about we do it once again this Friday? More cover songs this Friday. I mean, look, look. There's one cover song. I, I didn't I didn't play 
One of my favorite cover songs. A, because it's way too long. Maybe that's what I'll start the show off with. Um, either this one. Uh, you guys ready? One, I mean, two, this is a great three, one. one two, three. Oh, yeah, we might have to start the show off with that one. I mean, there are so many that I didn't get to. And I didn't get to California Girls by David Lee Roth, which I think is an excellent cover song. Walk This Way by Run DMC, another great one. So, yes, this Friday we will have another cover song Friday just for you guys. Denise, I hope you tell all your friends about it, and I hope that you are able to listen to that show as well. So there you go. There you go. Oh, I didn't play L.A. Woman by Billy Idol. I love that song, too. Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was just wondering what your thoughts were on all these supply issues going on right now and was wondering if you have seen a bunch of empty shelves where you are because it isn't happening around me and I live near the Bay Area yet. Dan. Dan, I haven't noticed it. I I, I really haven't. Um, It's a great question. We talked about it this morning a little bit with uh, former mayor of South South Bend, Indiana, where Notre Dame is, Pete Buttigieg, who's the U.S. Secretary of the Transportation, who, by the way, has been on paternity leave for the last six weeks while this issue has done nothing but grow out of control and become a national story, we know someone in the logistics business, our good friend and family member, Triple T, who says this has been an issue for over a year, and now it's just getting out of control because the media has it. Yeah, there you go. Bad Wolves covers the cranberries. Well, uh, that's another great one of zombie, not cranberries. Yes. Um. To answer your question, Dan, no, I haven't. Ask family, have you seen it? I saw a picture of one of those Halloween stores, and the shelves were completely bare and empty already, and we still have, what, two weeks to Halloween? By the way, just to let everybody know, Tuesday there will not be a show due to the fact that I have jury duty that day. And, yes, I'm planning on wearing overalls and a button-down shirt. Hopefully, I'll get selected for that jury. They, they, man, I, see, we don't have good stories like that one out of Georgia where the white guys hunted down the black guy. They're doing jury selection for that right now. That's a case I'd love to be on. Just for the book deal I get to sign afterwards. Uh, the only thing I've seen missing has been Marchurin Top Ramen. There is a Gatorade shortage. Yes, I, I've heard about that. Shelves at my local Walmart were looking fairly bare, especially in the electronics department. Okay, fair. By the way, I've got this new hydrating water stuff, this lemon-lime stuff. I saw it on TikTok, and I, I, I drink it in the morning. Dude, that shit is good. I got the lemon-lime one. 
and they got like passion fruit, and they got another. They don't have grape. Grape is my favorite. But the lemon lime tastes like the old green Gatorade. Remember the old? Remember when Gatorade only had the one flavor, and then they came out with orange. I like the old green Gatorade. This tastes like the old green Gatorade. I like this shit a lot. Brian just sent me a picture of some very bare shelves. This has been my local Safeway for months now. Okay. All right, so people are seeing it. I, ha- I Like I said, I haven't seen it or really noticed it. Not saying it's not happening. Someone told me they turned on a show. Alicia told me she turned on a show I used to be on. And she says... And I quote, it's fucking garbage. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate that. That makes my day. Grocery stores aren't getting shipments because suppliers like Gatorade are having bottling issues. Okay, soft drinks uh, are short and have been since the death virus. Supposed to be aluminum shortage. I remember I went through a Dr. Pepper shortage when I was living in California. Don't have to worry about that shit here, baby. Woo! I'll go right to the fucking plant. Because uh, I'm telling you right now, if there's a Dr. Pepper shortage, somebody's getting shot and killed. Because that shit ain't going to go on. Soda companies are making more of what is selling, sh- uh, zero sugar diet, etc. Yeah, can, can we clear something up here? Okay, uh, look, look. Uh, Ratty Kid and I had this discussion the other day, and she's in full agreement. You people that are drinking the zero Coke Zero, Dr. Pepper Zero, all that shit. All that shit is is the the new brand of sugar-free Dr. Pepper and sugar-free Coke. That's all it is. You're buying Diet Coke, and you want to tell me it tastes different? Uh, I'm just going to tell you this right now, right here, right now. Dr. Pepper Zero tastes like Diet Dr. Pepper. And that tastes nothing like regular Dr. Pepper. Believe me, I'm an expert. Yeah, it's sugar-free. That's all it is. You remember, we can go back old school when there was regular Dr. Pepper and sugar-free Dr. Pepper. That sugar-free came in that fucking terrible blue container and tasted like ass. Just go out and buy a bunch of fucking tab. Y'all can have all the zero and all that kind of stuff you want. I don't want anything. Mmm. Mmm. Honey, drink something other than Dr. Pepper. I, I try to hydrate myself in the morning. That way I can get away with drinking nothing but Dr. Pepper the rest of the day. And every once in a while I have an RC Cola day. I haven't had a big red soda day in a while. Let's see, I, I don't really care who the Longhorns play this weekend. I'm sure they're going to fucking blow it somehow. I might have a big red day on Saturday. Ghost says, holy shit. Or, oh, uh, yeah. I uh, As a driver for a large soda company, they're making a killing off these zero and diet sodas. Same thing, yeah. If you believe zero sugar is different than sugar-free, you're living on a flat earth and adding milk first to your cereal bowl. There's a guy on TikTok who promotes adding milk first because the cereal tastes crunchier. 
What kind of numbskull puts in milk first? A milk firster is what we refer to as a retard. I'm diabetic. I have much less uh, reaction from sugar-free soda as opposed to diet soda. Well, sugar-free soda is diet soda. Diet Dr. Pepper used to not have sugar in it. That's what made it Diet Dr. Pepper. So sugar-free or zero Dr. Pepper is nothing more than Diet Dr. Pepper. It's all marketing. Most people don't realize that. They even have music in stores based on marketing and what can elicit feelings to make people buy them. Oh, absolutely they do. The fucking Burger King puts extra fucking flavors and in, 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 in stuff to make the smoke smell. When you drive by Burger King, it smells good. And then you realize, oh, wait, it's Burger King. Burger King is ass and not good ass. Burger King, Burger King is like eating fucking, uh, uh, what are they? Oh, shit, I can't even think of it now. Oh, what are the things that hang off your butt hair? I can't even think of the fucking name of it now. I haven't used that that phrase in a while because I get to be real dirty. You know what I'm talking about. That's what Burger King tastes like. All those companies do it. McDonald's does it. You smell their fries when you drive by McDonald's usually. Burger King's Hershey pies are good. That's it. Dingleberries. That's it. Yeah. Burger King is like eating dingleberries. Hate Burger King. And I, I have I have thwarted my my once a year trip to Burger King. Unless they have cheesy tots or the uh, Cheetos Mac and che- Mac and Cheetos. Those are good. There's a menu item, BK Dingleberries. <laughs> For a limited time, of course. Oh, I will not drink Dr. Thunder. Dr. Thunder is a teeth stainer. I remember I tried Dr. Thunder when it came out, and it's red, first of all. Dr. Thunder is red, or Dr. Slice was. Dr. Slice was red. Dr. Thunder is not, no. I'll I'll happily do a Dr. Pepper blind taste test and pass it every single time. Mmm. That right there I just had a sip of was good Dr. Pepper. I'll tell you the difference between RC, Pepsi, and Coke. I have a refined soda palate. I took the Pepsi challenge when I was a kid, and I passed it with flying colors. 7-Up and Sprite taste nothing alike. Uh, no, their chicken sandwich uh, off the fryer and cut in half are bomb. Everything else is ass. Did you ever hear the story? It, and maybe it's these stories that, that have gotten me off. There, there are two old wives' tales out there. One was Burger King and one was Taco Bell. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to gross you out, but I have to tell you, these are totally fake stories. Neither of these happened, but I remember doing them on the air, and it was fantastic. The first one was from Taco Bell, which never really happened. So somebody ordered a bean burrito. And, by the way, if you have a weak constitution, I would probably not listen to this. 
Um, they bit into their bean burrito when they were eating it, and they did not know that roach larvae <laughs> was living in the beans. So what happened was is the larvae attached themselves to people's gums and then started to hatch, meaning people had roaches coming out of their mouths. That was the first Now, I was like, ah, I don't know about that one. The second one, uh, let me read this. Uh, Dr. Slice was my favorite. I was sad when they took that away. I like Mr. Pibb more because there's more carbonation. Now, I only drink Topo Chico's because I don't drink soda anymore. I just realized I like the carbonation. Okay. Yesterday, when I tried my new, uh, my new hydration stuff, I tried it in a Pellegrino because I love Pellegrino, the carbonated water there. Didn't realize that that would act so, uh, <laughs> there, it was like a kid who doesn't know how to do chemistry in chemistry class. Yeah, I had kind of a blow up of it, but the shit is good. Uh, the other story was my favorite, and it was a lady who went through a Burger King drive through and ordered a chicken sandwich with no mayo on it, right? She had to get to a meeting. So she got her chicken sandwich, and she bit into it, and it was creamy. And it it tasted kind of like mayonnaise, but like hot mayonnaise on a hot sandwich. She didn't think anything of it. But as soon as she got to work, she wasn't feeling good. And they had to rush her to the emergency room. Well, they tested out what was left of the chicken sandwich, and she had actually bitten into a tumor. Yeah, that was, that was like tumor juice that she swallowed. Once again, not true. Not true. Great stories, just not true. Yeah, oh, God damn, I remember doing that. Oh, those were fun stories to do on the air. Uh, all right. So there you go. Yeah, Hangtown Jen says, yucca, I'm getting sick to my stomach already. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But those are not real stories. So at least you have that to go on. Uh, all right, next mail. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole yeah, and listen let's... up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, hey, Arnie. I just wanted to say that I love the videos you do on TikTok every day. That is how I found your show in the descriptions. I wanted to tell you how funny you are and how you should have a blue check next to your name. The thing I like best is your T-shirts. I was wondering, do you have a secret place that you get most of your T-shirts from? That's Lyle from Winnipeg. Hey, what's up there, uh, comrade? Yeah, you going to play some hacky? Yeah, did you drive the Zamboni today, Hey, What's that all about? Sorry. Uh, let's see. Save Marts and Luckies usually order every week. We are down to basically only six-pack bottles. The least BK could have done was deep-fried the tumor and marketed them as tumor nuggets. <laughs> uh, Lyle from Winnipeg. By the way, Lyle, I, I have T-shirts available. All you got to do is go to T-E-E Public. It's all one word, tpublic.com. Hit the search button and type in the Arnie State Show, and you'll see my store of T-shirts. We've got the Nature Is Not Your Friend shirt. We've got the, uh, the the Fan of Ass shirt, which is a big seller. The University of Ass. Hot Girls Poop 2. 
or Hot Girl Shit 2. We got a bunch. We're going to have new ones out at the first of the month. Now, I get a lot of t- my T-shirts from TeePublic. Uh, I see a lot of T-shirts online, and they don't make my size, so I have to go and make them at a T-shirt place, and I'm going to pick one of those up today, one that's been I've been waiting on for a long time, and they finally got it. Uh, Redbubble is another great source of T-shirts, um, but, yeah, usually what it, you can Google, like, uh, do they have Google in Canada? I'm not sure. I don't know. You can Google what you want on a T-shirt, put it in your, your thing, and see if it's available because there's all kinds of – I mean, there's so many T-shirt websites out there. But thank you. I, I appreciate it. I, I get such a kick when people compliment my T-shirts. I, I really do like that. That is one of my favorite things. So there you go. Thank you, Lyle from Winnipeg, eh? Got a Canuck there, eh, you hosers? Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Artie. Please tell me you made up that story yesterday about the super cold. I know you have said that in the past that they will keep throwing things at us until we all comply, but that had to be a joke, right? The super cold is a really, really bad cold. And now the doctors and media are trying to scare us even more? What the actual hell is going on? From Tim. Tim, I wish I, I made that story up. That was actually a story that was sent to me by actor Brian. And I looked it up, and then I Googled super cold. It's an actual thing. It's a really bad cold. It's not the flu, because the flu you can get, you know, you get either the runs or you start throwing up. By the way, is the runs, uh, that's an okay use, right? I like it better than diarrheaing. Diarrheaing is a, a, it's hard to say. To put the I-N-G on diarrhea, diarrheaing. I, I like the runs myself. The squirt seems a little juvenile. But, yeah, uh, the super cold is real. Um, it's real stupid. means you've got a cold. Look, we've, we've always had super colds. Every once in a while, you'll get a cold, and you got the sniffles, and that's about it. The super cold will give you the body aches. It'll give you all that kind of shit. But it, it's... <laughs> Super cold has been around for a million years, just as well as the real cold. It just depends on how sick the person was that gave it to you was. Fred says, hey, Arnie, making fun of Canadians is offensive, eh? Moose out front should have told you. The cha-chas. <laughs> the cha-chas. <laughs> you look like you're doing the cha-cha while trying to get to the bathroom. <laughs> I like that one, the cha-chas. I won't remember it, but uh, but I do like that one. Oh, man, I got a case of the cha-chas. That's just funny. Uh, bubble guts. Okay, yeah, I've heard that one before. Mud butt. I've heard that. I'm sticking with the runs. I learned that one from Grandma Edna, so I, I got stick. I got to stick with that one. But yes, Tim, the super cold is a real phenomenon that's happening. It's been happening for 
like I said, thousands of years or millions of years, whichever one I said, it's nothing more than a meaner version of the regular cold. Pancake batter, I've never heard that one before. I like pancakes too much to use that one. See, I hate running, so calling it the runs is very, very uh, efficient to me. So there you go. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Now, before we get to this letter, let, let, I, I want to p- point something out. I've been seeing all kind of different recipes for pancakes. I always like the Aztec two-step. <laughs> what? Why do we need all these different recipes for pancakes? Like, I see a bunch of videos. Some guy was using a spatula that he heated up in oil, and he put that in there, and I I, I don't need... Look, look, they got a product out there that you just add milk to, and you shake it up, and you pour that into your thing, and you can make pancakes that way. Making pancakes isn't rocket science, people. It's pancakes. Or as Grandma called them, pancakes. Grandma's pancakes were the greatest. They're about an inch thick, and you could eat, like, if you could eat two, you wouldn't eat the rest of the day. Put real butter on there, and she would use carol syrup. God damn, that stuff was thick. I have to use Log Cabin now because I will not purchase any Aunt Jemima stuff or the Penny Crocker Baking Company shit. Mrs. Butterworth they got rid of, even though I never knew she was black. I just thought she looked like syrup. I got to use log cabin until some people go, well, log cabin, that just means you're building shit. Uh, look, Mike, Mike D, I, I know, I know. Because that probably, you don't like pancakes? How can someone not like pancakes? Pancakes are delicious. I wish I had the the IHOP recipe for pancakes. The Whataburger pancake mix is the truth. I've never had that. I might, might need to try that. Grandma's was Bisquick, and and she made them in a, in, in a cast iron frying pan, a little one, and that thing was full. Like I said, man, you could eat maybe two. As a bus driver, I'm on the road for up to five hours at a time without access to a bathroom, so I get the cha-chas when I need to empty the horse tank. Yes, I do like high fructose syrup with maple flavor. Yes, that's exactly what I like. I will not eat carol. I'll eat log cabin all day, but carol syrup, No. Now, look, I'll try, like, the, the, the fancy stuff from, you know, maple syrup country up in Connecticut and Maine and New Hampshire. I'll, I'll try it, but I'm going to stick with the old classics better. <laughs> like Ricky Bobby, if you don't eat pancakes, then fuck you. Uh, I just converted my fiancé to real Michigan pure maple syrup. That is great. Okay, hey, I'm not saying that those things aren't good. I'm just telling you what I like. I like Log Cabin. I like Mrs. But Mrs. Butterworth was my favorite, but they changed Mrs. Butterworth, and they they got rid of Mrs. Butterworth. 
so I can't use it anymore. I'm tired of these products. I, I, am, I am doing my little part. I won't wear Nikes, won't wear Converse, won't wear Cole Hans. I, I don't support Nike. I just don't. I try to do my best finding out these companies that I don't agree with, and I don't use their products. Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, all these people that were taken away to further the white cause. I mean, that's something I've seen, and I think it's great, and I'm going to go with that from now on. You've taken away these black fixtures in society. You've just taken them away. You have, quote-unquote, whitewashed them. And I disagree with taking away Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, Fucking cream of wheat. I never liked cream of wheat anyway, so that's okay. You can get rid of that one. You can have all the cream of wheat y'all want. You got to be careful with real maple syrup. It can actually ferment in the fridge and become a form of rum. Hand to God, though somehow uh, syrup mysteriously lasts as long as the state household seems like an X-Files episode. Yeah. I don't eat pancakes because I don't eat fucking carbs. Fuck you all. I said the box shit was gross. I make pancakes from scratch for my kids, and they hate the box shit, too. I've spoiled them, and they just like boxed and canned shit. All right. That's okay. (laughs) Everybody gets so worked up over pancakes. I love pancakes. Pancakes are delicious. I'll say it again. Pancake, pancake, pancake. Uh, We haven't done this one yet. Uh, This letter is from Patricia. says, Arnie, I didn't see any pictures of your food on Facebook this weekend. Did you not experiment with anything new like the last couple of weeks? No, I did not. This weekend, uh, we got the uh, the slow cooker, the 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 you know the crock pot deal. Brady kid made uh, potatoes, carrots, and uh, corned beef. Had that, and then she she got home and she boiled cabbage because I don't go anywhere near cabbage because that's disgusting. Cabbage, gross. I'm not worked up. I'm over here laughing. I know, I know. But, yes, I I did not experiment with anything this weekend. We are on the hunt for an air fryer, and I'm excited as fuck about that. I can't wait till we get an air fryer because I'll be cooking every day. Uh, Actor Brian, you mom better than I do. I didn't, uh, from scratch is Bisquick in my house. I didn't even know that wasn't from scratch. I had no clue. Neither did I. Shit. I mean, I made biscuits a couple weeks ago from scratch, and that was flour. I even kneaded the dough. They didn't turn out bad either. I don't know if I'm going to – I haven't seen anything that I want to try this week yet. Maybe I'll – you know what I'm going to try to do this weekend? Maybe I'll go and get some Bisquick. I know it, it's not from scratch. I might try to make grandma's pancake. I haven't had one of I haven't had a pancake like grandma made in a long ass time. You're gonna love the air fryer. Best invention since HDTV. What's the best one? What recommendations do the Ass family have for air fryers? So we're doing research right now. I know there's one big enough you can put a frozen pizza in there and cook it. Okay. It's from the, the, the folks that do Karate Ninja. 
And then Ninja has one that has like two buckets in there and you can put fries and stuff in there and you can cook all kinds of shit. I need to know what is the, and, and like there was one, I saw it was over $1,000, but they're mostly between like anywhere between $80 and $200. My f- best friend's mom growing up was from Texas. She used to make biscuits from scratch and homemade gravy. I used to sit there in awe and watch my mom's idea of scratch biscuits were the Poppin' Fresh Pillsbury. I got to say, the Poppin' Fresh Pillsbury, I like my biscuits. Biscuits are a pain in the ass to make. Now, I made my own gravy. Made my, I, I still got to work on that one. That one, I have not, I have not conquered that one yet. I do like my country gravy, though. It's easy to make. It, I, I just don't think I made enough of it. I have the Cuisinart 5-in-1 from Costco. I like it. You can put a whole chicken in there. Ninja is the way to go. Remember, you get what you pay for. Okay. All right. Fair fair enough. Uh, Cuisinart 5-in-1. All right. Because we got a crock pot. We got a pressure cooker deal. The pressure cooker does not have, is not the air fryer. We just have a regular old pressure cooker. I tell you what, Braddy Kid made a pressure cooker one time. She made a meatloaf in there, and it took like 17 minutes. It was one of the best meatloafs I've ever had. That was fucking good. I made meatloaf a few weeks ago. It was good. Tried by hand it like the the new style. Have y'all seen the new style of macaroni and cheese? Uh, so what you do is that you don't even make it in a pot anymore. If you, if ooh sweet. Uh-huh. Let's see something here. There we go. I got to send this to her. Okay, thank you, uh, Mike D. I appreciate that. The one I have is the bucket basket type. It's a Phillips brand, but do any of the ass family have one of the toaster oven-looking air fryers? Are they better? See, that's what we got to figure out. We got to figure out which one's better, the baskets or the ones that look like that. Mac and cheese with cauliflower in my house. That's my new style. Oh, dear God in heaven. I know you don't eat carbs. Okay. Um, But, like, so you take the craft out of the box, right, and you put it in a pan, and you barely cover it with water. And you put the, the mixture in, the powder mix in, and you keep stirring it, and you can add more cheese to it and stir it and stir it and stir it. They got a bunch of recipes for mac and cheese. I will never eat mac and cheese with cauliflower, though. Attica Brian, this isn't to you. This is to people that say cauliflower-crusted pizza is just, no, it's not. It's not. I've never had it, and no, it's not. I'm just going to tell you that right now. No, it's not. You mix the mac and cheese and ca- no, no, the cauliflower is the macaroni because macaroni is a carb and she doesn't eat carbs. She was keto before keto was even a thing. We have a combination toaster oven, convection oven, air fryer. It's fucking marvelous. It can handle smaller frozen pizzas like foot long or less, but I love that thing. Tater tots, bacon, even brats are fantastic air fried. Okay. 
the combination toaster oven, convection oven, air fryer. Ooh, convection oven. That means I can put a steak in there. Have you made steak in there yet, Ogre? Uh, cauliflower's fighting words. Oh, yucca. No words. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So we're learning more about air fryers because I need one. No, we're not big steak eaters. Yeah, we're fags. No, I said fags. But, 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 Ogre, can you cook a steak in there? Like, for I, if it's a convection oven, oh, my God, I can get big, gigantic fucking ribeyes again. Because that's the, that's the key. You sear the shit out of it, four minutes on each side, and then a convection oven for ten minutes, bam! That is a steak right there. I got an Instapot for uh, Christmas, and it was skeptical. It's the most used appliance in the kitchen now. I love it. Okay. All right. Well, we will pick ours out. I'll do a video. I'll do the Maiden Voyage video, which will probably be chicken wings because I want to make chicken wings. I had chicken wings from Hooters last week, and they are phenomenal. I love them. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Costco has good cauliflower pizza. Douglas, you're not allowed to comment anymore today. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can cook a steak in mine, all right? We have a convection oven, and ours does both. You got to show me how to use the damn convection oven in our ovens. I have not seen that yet. I leave the grease after bacon uh, in there for a couple of days. Frying chicken is that makes it crispier. And yes, if you want a, a quick steak, you can't. But you better make sure that steak is tenderized as well. Okay. Best way to tenderize your steak is just leave it out for like an hour before you cook it. A lot of places say leave it out 10 minutes. I leave it out for about an hour. And my steaks are phenomenal. Not that I'm going away from, from grilling my steaks, but every once in a while you got to change things up. And I saw something. And I'm going to try it on my steak this weekend. I ran this by Braddy Kid last week, and she about threw up. I've seen, I've seen this, and now I want to try it. You cover the steak in mayonnaise, and then you put your salt and pepper on it, because that's all I use, really, is salt and pepper and, uh, and whatchamacallit, who's he, what's it, uh, olive oil. I saw a guy cook a steak. Yeah, and it's not like thick-covered mayonnaise. You just cover the steak in mayonnaise, and then you put your, your salt and pepper on there, and then you grill it, and it's supposed to be amazing. And they say you can't taste the mayonnaise. Going to have to try it. I, 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 I have to. If parents are terrorists, does that make cauliflower pizza eaters Al-Qaeda? I think so. <laughs> Yep, room temp in a salt bath. I totally said the cauliflower mac and cheese just to get him going about cauliflower. I really have never made cauliflower mac and cheese. My kids would freak out if I did. Well, you know what buttons to push. That stuff, no. uh Uh-uh. I ain't falling for that stuff, people. Cauliflower this and cauliflower nachos are not nachos. And can we all agree on something here? Can we all agree that nacho cheese is liquid? 
not not that not getting a big old plate of tortilla chips and covering it with shredded I don't give a fuck what kind of jack or fucking uh, yellow cheese you put on there. Nacho cheese is liquid. The end. That is all. I ha- I will never buy nachos at a Friday's, a Chili's, or anything like that. Because they, they, they just take their little shredded cheese, cover it all up. You pick up one cheese, one chip, and all the cheese is gone. Mmm, I want to taste these nachos that just have, ooh, look at that. There's an onion, one piece of meat on there, and no cheese left on the plate. Doesn't happen with liquid cheese, does it? No, it doesn't. Ooh, vegan cheese on cauliflower tortilla chips and ground fried beyond meat. Winner, winner, vegan dinner. Okay, enjoy. Oh. Ratberg sent me a message. When I was a kid, the low-carb diet was called Dr. Atkins. My parents were on it. My mom made pizza crust made from pork rinds. <laughs> I don't even like pork rinds. Pork rinds are disgusting. I can't imagine a pizza crust made out of pork rinds. Nachos here in Mexico have salsa de queso, literally cheese sauce. Yes, liquid cheese. Liquid cheese, nacho cheese, beer cheese, don't matter. It's got to be liquefied. I did eat marinara sauce with mozzarella cheese with cauliflower rice last night. It was good. What the hell is cauliflower rice? I don't even know what rice is. Rice is rice. I know it's a carb, but rice is rice. Okay, we, we, we got to stop all this stuff because I'm getting hungry as a motherfucker. And I imagine y'all are too, and y'all are going to get mad at me because uh, I'm, I'm the bad guy here. Uh, we do have an ask question coming up here, so well, let's... Uh, let's uh, off to the band. Is the band warmed up, ready to go? Uh, they're signaling yes. Have you ever ever had a fresh pork rind? No, because pork rinds gross me out. Okay, so first I love meat, but when I lived in Washington, I stumbled into a vegan restaurant in Olympia and had cauliflower barbecue wings. There's no such thing. And they were freaking amazing. I don't judge cauliflower anymore. Okay, uh, no, no, we're, we're not going there. I'm sorry. I have to sing. Yeah. Turn it up.
just yeah, we got one more in us here. All right, here we go. Yeah, y'all ready for this one? Okay, we gotta get this right. I'm six. Okay, I gotta shut up now. Get that turned down. Okay, everything's correct. segment. It says, Dear Arnie, I recently attended my first AA meeting. I feel like that is the right place for me and what I'm going through now, but I do have a question that someone only like you can answer. You see, I didn't really relate to anyone that was there. I haven't had run-ins with the cops or since I don't have kids, they haven't been threatened to be taken away, please let me know what you think. And it's signed by Anonymous. That's the second A in the first AA. First one is Alcoholics. Um, I appreciate you writing me. I take these questions very serious because I do believe that sometimes I can help in this situation. First of all, you have made the the initial jaunt to go to a meeting, and you believe that you belong in those meetings. So that should tell you something. Now, you are not going to relate to people in every meeting the first time you go, okay? You're there to listen. Some people share their first time, and I, I have no problem with that. Some people like to sit back and listen to take it all in. And I will say this, that uh, I went to an AA meeting 
when I was done with my my Norco rehab, and then I found that I I found I was more alike the people that were in NA meetings due to the fact that I had given up alcohol. This will be 25 years. I, I, I'm stumbling onto two gigantic um, anniversaries for me. April 6th will march 25, marks 25 years of sobriety for me. And I believe next September, uh, I, I count it sometimes, my broadcasting career, it started in TV. And I am literally about four weeks away from celebrating 30 years of broadcasting. Next year sometime, I, I, I think it's May, will be my 30 years in radio. I started in TV and in that. After 25 years of sobriety... And now, oh, what, six or seven years being clean from pills and things like that. You have to find what meetings you will relate to people in. I prefer going to the what they call the big book meeting. If, if, if you go online and you check AA meetings, you'll find some that are big book meetings. And the big book is the Bible of Alcoholics Anonymous. And what happens there is that you read passages from the big book, and then you talk about your experiences that way. That's how I got started in AA, and I fell in love with the big book meetings. And those are the only kind of AA meetings that I will attend now, are big book meetings. Because I don't want to be a speaker, and I don't want to that. Because of what you said, Anonymous, is because sometimes I can't relate to people. I can't relate to people who had their children taken away. I don't have children, thank God. My job was almost taken away from me. In some cases, my job was taken away from me. So, Anonymous, please try. Also, and by the way, by the way, here's the other thing. A lot of people don't realize this. Uh, AA, they do not like NA people going there. NA, though, is friendly to everybody. AA, that you have some old school AA guys, and I'm one of those guys. Now, I, I would be considered an old timer for so many reasons, and I'm a proud old timer at this. But they don't want people in NA affecting their. This is Alcoholics Anonymous, which I think is stupid. So maybe try out an NA meeting. Maybe you can find and relate to people there as well. But I'm glad that you're on the right course so yeah so congratulations to you anonymous you're on the right course for you do i wish that i could drink yes i do i wish i could be a social drinker i wish i i could go to a ball game and have a beer i can't if i go to a ball game and i have a beer i'm gonna have six or seven more because i want to get hammered that's just me Brady Kitts says, just a fun math check. That means I was 10 when you started? Yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly what that means. Yeah, I started broadcasting when I was uh, 20, 21. I quit drinking when I was 25, turning 26, so there you go. 
I've never had a run-in with the law either. Just keep going back. That's what I did. And eventually related to someone, then started relating to most people. Keep going back. Good for you, Kyle. Congratulations. That's pretty judgy. You can join, but only if you're addicted to our choice. No matter if you fit in with our people. It's horrible. And that's what a lot of old-timers in AA do. They get upset when an NA person comes in there and says, Hi, I'm an addict. They'll get upset. And it's not, you're absolutely right. It's not right. Uh, It's horrible. I honestly thought AA would have been the one place that they would love you and and let you, uh, let any addict in who wants to make a change. You would think that. And there's some, I'm not saying that they all do. I'm saying like the, the older people in those meetings, they like, they like to say, this is Alcoholics Anonymous. I, I, believe me, it's a battle that, that is not worth fighting. It really isn't. Wow, shocking. An organization that claims to want to help just to alter your behavior and control you, right? Uh, but yes, Anonymous, keep going back. I believe it works. Some people don't, and that's fine. I'm cool with that. So there you go. Uh, all right, next one. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. Well, well, well. The Dallas Cowboys seem to be having a great season so far. But I wanted to know what your real expectations of this team are. Do you still believe that Dak Prescott cannot win a Super Bowl? I personally think that they will make the playoffs and be eliminated in the second round. I hope this doesn't piss you off and you read the letter still. Well, of course I'll read the letter still, Matt. To say I've been impressed by Dak Prescott this year is quite an understatement. Now, he did strain a calf, and I'm starting to worry a little bit. We got a little bit of a China doll situation here. I'm very happy with the way the Cowboys are playing. I think if they continue this level of play, continue to be able to run the ball efficiently and throw the ball as well as they have been throwing, and the defense keeps playing the way, look, I know that Trayvon Diggs is not going to have an interception in every single game this season. I can hope. Trayvon Diggs has more interceptions by himself this season than 23 other NFL teams. 23. The Cowboys are a good team. I I can't deny that. Do I want him in the Super Bowl? You're goddamn right. I want to be wrong about Dak Prescott. If I'm wrong about Dak Prescott, that means the Cowboys won the fucking Super Bowl. I want to be wrong. Do I think that they have what it takes? I think they do. Will they have what it takes? We have to wait and see. I'm picking them for the Super Bowl. Just depends on what team we play against. You play us next, so easy game for you. Ha ha. Oh, we play Minnesota after a bye? Kick ass! Oh, and it'll be November then. Oh, no. Is it still is it still Kirktober? Because if it's still Kirktober, then we, we, we might be in trouble. Uh-oh. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I look, I think the Cowboys are a great team this year. Well, at last, we'll see. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Hey, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Arnie, why is it that more people are not calling out people who are violating their own mask mandates? I mean, we have the number of times Gavin Newsom is fucked up. Even one of his kids doesn't have the vaccine. Not to mention the actual president. And have you seen Mayor Beetlejuice didn't do it at a basketball game recently? Yes, I talked about it this morning. Has anyone asked them about this or asked Newsom about his own kids? That's signed by Heather. Heather, if you weren't here earlier, he did get asked that question 11 days ago about his kids. His daughter, who's not vaccinated. He said that she needed to get other vaccinations done first and that it would be done in a couple of days, but that was 11 days ago. From what I understand, his wife is a giant anti-vaxxer. So, but of course, the media, the media, of course, isn't going to call these people out for the most part. You're going to have to search for it. It was the media that called out Mayor Beetlejuice for not wearing a mask at a WNBA game. By the way, way to go, Mayor. Way to go to a WNBA game. I guess the the Bulls haven't started and they don't want you. The Blackhawks don't want you there. Um, Gavin Newsom, I mean, how many times did he fuck it up? The president just did it when he had date night with that whore of a wife of his, Jill. They went to some fancy D.C. restaurant, date night. I'm, let me just tell you this right now. That's cute. That's really cute that the president wants to keep date night alive. You're the fucking president of the United States of America. You have that restaurant come to the White House. I'm pretty sure your dining room at the White House is better than the dining room at that restaurant. I, 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 I will say it. I will say it right now. The dining room, the formal dining room at the White House is better than that restaurant. I guarantee. It is. I understand you want to get out and you want to go out and you want to hobnob with the people. They don't want you out there. You're, you're not a popular president right now. I wouldn't do that. If you don't, by the way, by the way, does Secret Service have to be in the kitchen when they're preparing the president's food to make sure somebody's balls don't get dripped all over whatever he's having? I mean, he's an old guy, so they probably just give him, like, fucking spam and, like, pieces of cheese because that's probably all he eats. But I can imagine a chef dipping his cock and balls into the president's food, no matter what president it is. If you say Beetlejuice three times in the mirror, does Mayor of Chicago? Yes, 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 she does. I'm sorry, yes, it does. You know Lori Lightfoot straps one on with her gal pal. Oh, Lori. Lori I, w- I, would ha- I would go and say that Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, has one of the largest strap-ons in America. She has got, and, uh, and, and of course, she's going to keep it real. That is going to be one big black cock that she has. She probably wears it to work. 
and, you know, ties it against her leg. The cook calls his nuts Brandon and says, let's go Brandon as he dips him in the porridge. Because, you know, that's what Joe likes to eat. Yes. (laughs) Joe eats nothing but porridge. He's old. They they give him tapioca (laughs) everywhere he goes. Soft foods. Can you imagine the White House chef upon hearing Biden was elected? Throwing his hands in the air. That's it. Scrap everything crunchy. Order more Jello, cream, corn, malta meal, ice cream. Every time you say Beetlejuice in the mirror, another shooting happens in Chicago. <laughs> no, not enough people call them out. By the way, why is Jen Psaki not wearing a mask when she's when she's talking to the press? Everybody in the press room has a mask on. Why doesn't she? Huh? And this is the funny thing about, about, about happy, sleepy, dumb fucking Joe Biden. Joe Biden was photographed about a week and a half ago walking outside with some of his grandkids, the ones that he acknowledges, not the one that Hunter had the baby with, the stripper. No, no, he doesn't acknowledge that kid at all. These are the grandchildren that, that he sniffs their hair and he's probably put a finger in a butt or two. On accident, of course. It's like five grandkids walk out. They're all above 12. Ain't a one of them got a mask on. And then Joe walks out with a mask on. I'm like, dude, you're outside. Then he goes to a restaurant in D.C. with his, his whore of a wife, Jill. No mask. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't, I, I don't understand the world not calling him out on that shit. Uh, all right, couple more to go here. Let's see. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want, Arnie? I don't know about you, but November seventh cannot get here fast enough for the start of Yellowstone. A fucking men. With that said, I was wondering, uh, have you seen when the new season of Ozark is going to be released along with Cobra Kai? I heard you mention a show that came back to Netflix, but I didn't catch the name. I really appreciate your show and how you talk about real stuff and fun TV movie stuff as well. By the way, you were right about Halloween and how bad it was. And you should have whipped that guy's ass. That's what Tommy told me too. Told Tommy about that story. That's from Phil. If you weren't here last Friday, so this is what happened. I I go to the movies, right? Go see Halloween Kills. I didn't like it. I'm still not going to ruin it for everybody. Maybe next week I'll ruin it for everybody. Because I was to understand that this was the last in the Halloween series. But I digress. and, And Christopher even said that the people that he was at the movie with had a very vocal reaction to the ending. Vocal. You see, because people talk in horror movies. Why? Because the dialogue's not important. The killing is what's important. Now, I'm not saying to have a full-on conversation at the top of your lungs, but you can comment during stuff. So we had to sit up because we don't buy our tickets ahead of time, which we need to start doing. Because they like we got to the theater, we had to pick out our seats, which I hate this process. I hate picking out the seats. 
Oh, it's such a pain. Because they'll show you like 90% of the theater is fucking sold when it's not. So we got to sit up in the G section where there's seats available. I got to walk upstairs. My knee is fucking killing me. I got to get a new knee brace. That's what I got to do. I got to get a new knee brace. And walk up there. We sit down. This fucking, this fucking Oki walks by us. And I call him an Oki just because he looks like your typical person that lives in Oklahoma that likes the Sooners and likes inbred sex. He gets up right before the movie starts to go get his popcorn, and he walks back by when the movie started. I'm like, dickhead, that's why you get the fucking popcorn and shit before the movie. But I, I, I let it go. I let it go. Walks by us. And there are scenes in the movie. There's a scene in this movie where a guy is going to kill Michael Myers. He goes to Michael Myers' house. And he knocks on the door. And I found that to be hysterical when he knocked on the door. And by the way, I wasn't the only one in the theater that laughed at that. Nor was Braddy Kidd the only person that laughed. Everybody laughed at that. <laughs> LOL, they're not, oh, arised. I know they're not all like that. This guy just had that look. And... uh during the movie, we're commenting like uh, I'm like there was some kick-ass kill scenes in this movie. I'm like that's awesome. That's all I was. I wasn't ruining the plot. I wasn't talking over actors. And Braddy Kid literally said maybe one word the entire time. See, Christopher even says that part was funny. Christopher, and they show this in the preview, so I'm not ruining it. When, when, when Michael Myers turned that fucking saw onto the firefighter, that was fucking awesome. The two gay guys were funny. They were hilarious. I get up, and I uh, the movie's over. <laughs> there was a white pick and fix up front. Those wooden cutouts of someone bent over the flower bed, maybe a garden gnome. Not sure about that, but but it was Michael Myers' original house that these two gay guys had bought. And you can see it in the preview where they say, oh, he's headed right back to his old house. So as I leave the theater, because the movie's over, it's not a Marvel movie, so I don't have to stay for any fucking Easter eggs. Now, I'm four steps down, and walking down steps hurts just as bad as walking up steps for me. And I notice that my partner in crime, Braddy Kidd, is not with me. So I look back, and she's sitting down. She's like, this guy's talking shit. So now I have to fucking re-aggravate my knee even more and walk back up the stairs. And I said, what happened? Now, look, I know that I'm... More fat than anything else, but I'm still a big motherfucker. I would say a tad bit on the imposing side. I said, what happened? Old Captain Chirpalot didn't have a lot to say. So Braddy Kidd said, oh, he made a comment about our, our, our talking. And I said, what did you say? And I looked right at him. And this piece of garbage. Said, oh, we told, the, we told her we really enjoyed her commentary. 
And I looked at him. I said, she didn't say a fucking word. That was me. So you enjoyed my commentary. Well, I, I enjoyed your commentary. I could tell he was being sarcastic. I said, and now what? Meaning I was ready for him to say, you ruined the movie for us. You did all this shit for us. He didn't say a word. It was up to his ugly wife to say, maybe you should think about uh, being rude in a movie theater. I said, okay. Sorry. Now what? As my arms are crossed at this point. I said, now what? Because I want I I was ready to go. And I just wanted him to say one more thing. I ain't gonna throw a first punch. All I wanted him to do was stand up. And if if I would have done one of two things, because there's another move that I'll do. I'll take my fucking teeth out. I haven't I, I haven't gotten to a fight yet, knock on wood, since I've gotten my fake teeth. But I don't want anything to happen to my fake teeth, so I'm going to take my fake teeth out. And if I say, you ready for a shot at the title? It's on. That motherfucker, he, he just got, like, lower in his chair. And then waited once again until I was, like, fucking three steps down. You fucking inbreds. At this point, I, I, was, I was done. I was not walking back up the stairs. I just looked back, and I said, sorry, I ruined your government check night. Got all the way downstairs. Regret not trying to, to, to tell him that his wife was ugly, because that might have got him up. That might have got him up, maybe even swinging. And all he's got to do is swing at me once. And then I'm in fucking beat-down mode. It's going to be like a hockey scene. Because I'll jump on top of them. I'll pull wrestling moves out. I ain't above pulling out wrestling moves. I'll fucking put them in a stunner. As I walk out, the family's out there. What'd they say to you? I said, well, they said we were talking. These people were right behind us. They're like, we didn't hear you talking. I said, they were mad that I laughed at the door. Well, that was funny. And I, I said something, I, I was like, they fucking did this. And I realized they had like a young daughter there. And I looked at the father and I said, sir, I apologize. I did not mean to curse in front of your daughter. And he goes, she says worse things than that. And I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, I should have whooped the guy's ass. Uh, the show that we watched on Netflix is called You. It's three seasons long. It's fantastic. Uh, Ozarks is going to be starting early 2022. And Cobra Kai, I believe, comes out in December. So you got you got Yellowstone in November. You got Cobra Kai in December. Hopefully, Ozark starts in January. That's what I'm hoping to fill the letter writer there. But yeah, that guy fucking. I tell you what, man. All right, last last email here. Let's do it, shall we? Welcome to Mail Call. Suck in your gut. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was wondering what your thoughts were for the new trailer for The Batman. I'm waiting for The Witcher in December. Okay. Uh, That's from Billy. If you watched the NFL this weekend on CBS at all, then you saw the extended trailer for the new Batman movie starring Robert Pattinson. What are my thoughts, Billy? Uh... I'm excited to see the Riddler. 
Catwoman's in it too. Uh, other than that, I will see this movie when it comes out. I'm not excited about Robert Pattinson playing Bruce Wayne. I think John Hamm would have been a much better choice for Batman or Bruce Wayne. But I didn't. I, I, Billy, I gotta say, I'm not that. I'm not that open-minded when it comes to the Batman movie. So there you go. Uh, all right, play these songs. We'll take a break and we'll come back. I got some uh, some really cool, uh, really interesting news about the Raiders. <laughs>
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent wow. and horrifying news story. Wow. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. So I was sent like four different stories during the commercial break. I'm only going to get to two of them here. I'm going to save two for tomorrow because they aren't necessarily breaking stories. This one is a huge breaking story. Addict Brian, thank you so much for sending it to me. And Alicia, your story is next. First, though, Southwest Airlines has scrapped a plan to put all unvaccinated workers on pending exemptions or unpaid leave after the December 8th deadline. Meaning if you work there, you don't have to be vaccinated. This is a huge story. Both American and Southwest require their new hire employees show proof of COVID vaccination before their first day. Large airlines and federal contractors are subject to a Biden administration order that requires employees to be vaccinated or receive exemption for medical or religious purposes. As we stated, Southwest is based in Texas. They had a huge rally. You know that California had a rally yesterday. There was a rally in downtown Dallas at the Southwest Airlines headquarters of employees that were not happy that they have to be vaccinated in order to work. This is going to be interesting to watch. Because remember... I, and, and I'm not sure how this fine works, but Joe Biden came out. I don't know if it's per employee or if it's just if you don't have a vaccinate, every employee vaccinated. It could result in a $700,000 fine to the company. Now, I don't know if that's per employee or just in general. But I love seeing this story. This is fantastic news. That your freedoms, once again, are allowed to be free. Now, I don't know if there's going to be a workaround, that those people aren't going to be scheduled or what, or people are going to be getting paid overtime for working extra shifts who are vaccinated. But Southwest Airlines has said no. By the way, American... uh, Doing the same thing, another airline based in Texas, out of Dallas. Interesting, interesting developments that are happening right now here in our country. I like what I see there. I do like what I see there. So thank you, Addict to Brian, for that one. Uh, Alicia sent this story to me. Remember uh, about a week ago, Chuck Liddell the former MMA superstar of the UFC, the Iceman, was arrested on domestic violence charges that he allegedly beat up his wife. Then we got the next day, Chuck Liddell said actually she was the one that became physical and police couldn't figure out which one did it and they cited her as well. They did not arrest her, but they cited her. Well, released just a few minutes ago, the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office will not 
be charging former UFC champion Chuck Liddell. Liddell and his estranged wife or partner Heidi got into an argument that led to the arrest. Prosecutors have now decided not to charge either Chuck or Heidi for the incident. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff going on. People join the cause when they see it gaining support for others. People talk shit about nurses standing up against it. We got more people against it than for it. I truly believe that keep it going people. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm happy as hell to see Southwest Airlines doing this. Now, in another story. This is not breaking news. This one was scheduled to go in. Good old weird haircut Mark Davis has come out and says that the NFL, he believes that the NFL is out to get him in the wake of the John Gruden scandal. If you don't remember, John Gruden got fired for a bunch of emails that he wrote, not while as head coach. Between Washington uh, Redskin at the team president, at that time was the team name, Bruce Allen between 2010 and 2018. Over 650,000 emails were investigated. Only a few were quote-unquote leaked to the New York Times, and that's where we got the John Gruden scandal from. Davis believes the NFL was behind the email leak. And then goes on to say there are certain influential figures in the NFL offices that wanted to force Gruden out with the email leaks. During the meeting that resulted in Gruden's resignation, Davis was very emotional and began mulling potential legal options. He believes that the league is out to get him. He thinks it's a hit job. That's his word, not mine. And the NFL is trying to get rid of Mark Davis because he is weird and creepy. And I think it stems back even further than that. I think this stems back from Al Davis, his father, who used to fight all the time with the NFL. Sued the NFL, did all kinds of things. Was not that owner that just went along with things. The league, of course, has denied releasing any of those emails, even though they were the ones that had them. They were the ones investigating them, and somehow they wound out in the Wall Street Journal. I said New York Times earlier. I apologize. That was wrong. It was the... um, Oh, New York Times and Wall Street Journal. So I wasn't all the way wrong. I was just half wrong. Wow. People are talking so much shit in the Nextdoor app about parents not wanting to vaccinate their kids. That that, that whole Nextdoor thing, y'all need to stay away from that. That's a bunch of fucking stay-at-home people that just want to get their nose in everybody's business. I hate those things. All those are, those are full of uh, the, the, the broad from Bewitched. Well, Mrs. Crabapple or whatever her name was, the one who was always looking through the fucking window blinds. That's all that next door app is. 
It's like that bitch that I told you I lived by a, a, a bunch of years ago that lived by the community mailbox and would only come out when I came out to get mail. She'd want to just do nothing but fucking talk shit about the neighborhood, and I'm like, I don't have time for this bitch. And I said that pretty much on the air the next day, and she was a huge listener, and she never talked to me again. Yeah, y'all got to stay away from those. Alicia's next door is a cesspool. I had to delete it. It's a local version of Twitter. Mark Davis has skeletons in his closet and will come out eventually. I, you know, here's the thing. Mark Davis, it, Mark, from, from everything I learned about Mark Davis, they, I, I watched the thing on him on uh, Real Sports with that white guy, Bryant Gumble. And Mark Davis was around the team growing up and stuff, but he was never really an active part of the team. Like, he hung out with the players and the equipment managers and stuff, but he was never active role. The NFL wants him out because he's a fucking weird-looking guy. I mean, they, they, look. I'll, I'll say the guy is creepy as shit looking. If he were to pop up in a van that said free candy on the side, do you think I'd be surprised? Hell no. I've learned that it's a very prevalent cult in my neighborhood thanks to the next door app for that. I keep it. Safety issues. Okay. I think he's more worried that the info on his barber will come out. When Mark Davis was a kid, he snuck into John Madden's trailer and he said, get the fuck out of here, kid. Well, then he's just like me. Oh, man. Interesting, interesting stuff there happening. I do hope that this whole Mark Davis thing, I hope Mark Davis has the balls that his father once had to take on the NFL. Because I do believe that this John Gruden shitstorm of 650,000 emails directed toward the in- – and by the way, why has nothing come out about Daniel Snyder? There is a report, and I don't know if it's from those emails or not, that he used to have the Washington cheerleaders act as escorts when the Redskins were out of town. And I don't mean just like escorting him to places. I mean full on, you know, the hoopty doopty. The 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 old uh, the old tuna boat ride to Pound Town. That's what I'm talking about. Why hasn't Daniel Snyder been kicked out of the league? Why hasn't this guy that Gruden was riding? Why hasn't he been mentioned more? Did he did he respond? LOL. I I, I have a prediction to make. And it might happen in 2022. I know I made one the other day. Well, I, can anybody remember the prediction I made the other day? I need to write these predictions down. Predictions for 2022. Um, 2022. First one, I, I got to leave blank. The second one, John Gruden scandal. Will end badly, meaning fired, 
Roger Goodell. Because I tell you what, Roger Goodell, he's only afraid of a couple people. One is Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, who was good friends with Al Davis. And the other is Robert Kraft, who is good friends with Jerry Jones. Mark Davis doesn't have a spine. He went to Vegas for all that corporate welfare, yeah. I did. I, uh, Zach just texted me, didn't you once predict that Iraq would have a water park? I did. I did. And I was correct about that. They built a water park that year. So I am quite the prognosticator. I could agree that Nextdoor app is filled with nosy neighbors, but will not talk bad about it because when you need information quickly, those nosy Nellies are extremely helpful. We had a SWAT issue three homes down and were locked in our homes for hours. The Nextdoor app was the only thing that actually let us know what was going on. All right. Hey, keep them then. I'm just going to tell you, you don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of it. I hate I hate hearing about it. Uh, let, 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 uh, all right, about to gross y'all out. Oh, dear God in heaven. I don't need to see that. Jesus. I, I've never been a fan of the, the whole idea of breastfeeding in public and doing it where everybody can see it. Well, good old Ronda Rousey, yuck. I bet her kid even hates sucking on her tits. She's putting out all these pictures of her kid breastfeeding, and the one I got, uh, she's doing a handstand, and the kid is nursing while she's doing a handstand. Fucking gross, man. Come on. We don't need that. That, that, That's that's just, that's wrong. No, I'm not going to talk about abortions while you're eating chunky salsa. I am going to bring this up, though. Do you see what her daughter? No, I didn't even pay attention to what. what I thought she had a son. Is that a daughter? She has a daughter? Uh, motherhood's some badass, primal, beautiful shit that can't be hidden. Well, you need to hide it. Uh, I, I, this is, no, I, I don't need to see this ever again. No, 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 no. I understand it's normal and that's great. Fucking hate. I just, I just don't take pictures of it because no, we don't want to see that. Hey, look, I know periods are normal. Okay. And I, I, you know how much I hate talking about that shit. Uh, ghost, uh, ghost, I put them on here. I put them on the, uh, the link here. So it'll be on the link. Um, would be more gross if Rhonda was in the next expen. She's not. Megan Fox is. Megan Fox is in the new Expendables movie. As long as they don't show her thumbs or she's wearing gloves, I'm happy. Even though I wouldn't touch her with a 30-foot pole after she was with Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly is like the new version of Tommy Lee. And Charlie Sheen combined, they're tainted. Channing Tatum. Oh, I know you gals love Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum has decided that he needs to speak out against Dave Chappelle. That's right. The Magic Mike actor 
actually defended Chappelle, but then came out and said something interesting. He says that he's hurting other people. He's hurt so many people with this. Um, Excuse me? Lakea Minalakapakapui Brown? Yeah, for God's sake. That's the kid's name. She that's Rhonda Rousey's kid's name. She she named her after the Hawaiian Christmas song. He's hurt so many people with his comedy. I'm gonna say this one more. One more time. Yeah, yeah, Stinkfist, I was thinking that same thing. Oh, thank God. I was wondering how Channing Tatum felt about Dave Chappelle. If you want to be accepted as normal, as the transgenders do, then you get treated like normal people get treated. Dave Chappelle refers to all black people as the N-word. He refers to himself as the N-word. Is he hurting black people by saying that? Some people would say yes. I say he's being a comedian. There has to be an element of hurt for comedy to be funny. My joke today that I told on TikTok, I laughed so hard at. And then there's this new prevalent idea going around that you have to think about your comedy. No, you don't. I read an interesting article written by the guy who wrote the movie Airplane. And he gets asked this all the time. This is like the 40th anniversary of the movie Airplane. Do you think Airplane could be made today? And he answers, absolutely, but without all the jokes. Comedians are there to give a look at something that nobody ever looks at that way. That's what sets comedians apart. Another thing that sets comedians apart are they are the ones that are allowed to say all the things on stage that we want to say in public, but we know we can't. That's why we pay money to see comedians, to make us laugh, to say the things we want to say, but we know we can't say. Oh, I'm tired of our society. I'm tired of this. Transgender people, I will will fight this on on a hill. They don't want to be treated like normal people. They want to be treated better. Now, I'm not saying all of them, but I'm talking about the ones that are furthering this movement even more. They want to be treated better than everybody else. There are gay people that are on that, too. They want to be treated better because we're not supposed to tell gay jokes anymore. Well, I'm here to tell you one thing and one thing only. Fuck you. I'm going to continue to tell those jokes. The joke I told today, what's worse than ants in your pants? Uncles. There will be somebody that comments, 
hey, man, you can't joke about incest. The fuck I can't. Then kick me off the app. I'm so tired of this. So tired of this. I, I, my, my most popular joke that I've ever told on TikTok is the simple one. How do you get gum out of your hair? Cancer. It's a joke. Somebody actually had the fucking audacity to put a comment on my page. Now, if that joke offends you, this is what I suggest you do. You scroll on past it. You don't stop and comment and hear it again, because that's what happens. And the comment went something like this. I bet you wouldn't think that joke was funny if it happened to someone you loved. Usually I allow the comments to happen and I don't comment back. I usually thank people when they, ha- they say, dude, you're fucking super funny. I'll say thank you for that. But I responded to this one. I said, I think this joke is absolutely hysterical. And my mom died of a cancerous tumor that was stuck between her esophagus and her stomach. And you know what my mom would have done if I told that joke? My mom would have laughed. I am tired of this. Oh, that joke might not be funny to you now because you're going through it. But hey, hey, I'm not going to tell you how to react to your mother having cancer. I'm going to support you anyway. You know how I dealt with it? By being on the air. I was on the air the day my mother died. I was on hold. My father was on hold for 25 minutes to tell me my mother had died while I was off the air. And do you know where I was the next day? I was on the air making people laugh because that's how I deal with it. And if you don't like the way that I deal with shit, then you can gladly go someplace else. I'm not going to tell you to fuck off. I'm not going to tell you this. I'm not your brand of vodka. But if you continue to listen and you continue to chirp at me, then we're going to start to have issues, and I will tell you to fuck cleanly off. The joke is funny. Dave Chappelle's stand-up show, Tommy and I talked about it this weekend. Tommy said it perfectly. He said, that wasn't a comedy show. That was a show on social commentary with some funny parts. And I couldn't agree with that more. That wasn't your normal. And by the way, that's what a lot of stand-up shows are, are social commentary with a lot more jokes in them. There were parts in that that stand-up special that I I thought was hysterical. And then there were parts where I was sitting there just listening, learning. Once again, I don't know how he is transphobic when he helped out a transgender comedian so much. See, see, when you're phobic or you're anti-something, you're like the guys who are on trial in Georgia, who they're, they're finding the juries for, who hunted a black man down. Now, you want to equate me telling a Caitlyn Jenner joke to those three men who hunted a black man down who was running who was jogging, he was exercising through a neighborhood. There's something wrong with you that you can equate those two things as the same. 
I'm not taking someone's life, liberty, or pursuit of happiness with a joke. But when you hunt someone down and murder them, you're taking everything away from them. I'm sorry. I just I, 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 I hate going off on these things because I get so passionate about it because I do love comedy, and comedy has been very, very good to me in my life. Hey, Airplane had Johnny, so it was gay-friendly ahead of its time. And diversity in the cast, the two black dudes, the Asian guy who commits Harry Carey, the girl who prefers black men, the girl in the bed who had a disability, and Ted Stryker with PTSD, and he was an alcoholic. Uh, I challenge you to find a more diverse, woke movie than Airplane. And the funny thing is, the writer of that movie explains the joke where Barbara Billingsley speaks jive. And how it's a joke on both groups in society. And by the way, once again, they are jokes. I think as a society, we need some open dialogue. A friend and I met up yesterday for lunch. She's so pro-BLM, and I'm not. We had a really great discussion, and we both agreed it's, uh, it's too bad that more people aren't like us and not willing to listen to one another. Instead, people are too fixated on being right and too in their feelings to actively listen. I agree with you completely, Addict Brian. There are people that I have conversations with that we don't see eye to eye on things at all. Yet I'm still friends with them. I know that one of my 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 closer friends, Hot Stephanie, and I do not see eye to eye at all politically. Yet I'm still friends with her. And she is still friends with me. Isn't that something? Uh, that joke was hilarious. I went around and told everyone in my shop that joke. Guess what? Everyone laughed. Yeah, because it's funny. Uh, I hope those guys get thrown on uh, through the ringer. Absolute trash humans. Yes, those guys are. I hope they get the death penalty. Uh, I watched it with my boyfriend. I was apprehensive because of all the white jokes and thought for sure my boyfriend would hate it. Afterwards, I asked him how he felt. He said, that's comedy. And he can, he, he can understand that. But he still hates Chris Rock's white people jokes. Friends always, exactly. Insert uh, phobic word here is just a way of shaming someone for not pushing the accepted narrative. Like, really, how many people are really afraid of the alleged phobia that person is claiming? Let me warn you people all something. And this is a real warning about comedy. If you start to censor and shut down comedians, those who won't do it to themselves, and those that do it to themselves will then end up on the streets or not doing comedy anymore because nobody will go see them. But if you get rid of all the comics that push the edge and push humor, you will be stuck in a world with Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Foxworthy for a while until they push the narrative too far on rednecks. And then rednecks will be able to speak up. And then we've pushed all the comedians out, and we no longer have comedians in our society. That's not a society I want to live in. It's just not. 
Uh, I, Brian Perfect, I have a friend that's the same way. We don't see eye to eye on a lot of things politically, and we are completely able to have respectful and civil discussion. That used to be Chris Payne and I, until Chris decided to take it way too far. When he called anyone who supports Trump a murderous, hateful American, or what, I, I forget exactly what he said, but he said, anyone who supports Donald Trump, I supported Donald Trump. And I even asked him. I called him out and I asked him. I said, does that mean me? He never responded. So I unfollowed him. And he and I are no longer friends. And that was a 20-year friendship. We had our ups and downs in that friendship, but we always came back to being friends. The friendship is over. I couldn't be more happy or proud of him that he is the voice of the Reno Aces He's the voice of the Reno hockey team now. And he just got asked to be the MC during all Nevada Wolfpack games. That's huge. And I couldn't be happier for him. But I'll never support him again. I hope that he crosses a line because he is capable of it. I've seen it. I've seen it. He's threatened to murder someone over the baseball team they liked. That is not a joke. I've seen the other side of Chris Payne. I know it's there, and I know how to bring it out in him. Will I bring it out in him? No. Because I still love him. I'm sad we're not friends. I have tried to extend the olive branch a number of times, and he is not accepting. Could I get him fired from those jobs? In a second. Will I? No. Uh, Zach says, the thing about Chappelle's stand-up show is these groups took these buzzwords from it to be mad at and not heard the whole show and got what he's... Well, that's all they do. Zach, that's all they do. You should know that. That's all they do. You say one bad thing, call somebody a tranny or it, and you don't even get to fucking hear the rest of it. I will say that I think I opened her mind a little bit more. She was saying how she hates the Constitution and we should just live freely. I asked her if she thought we'd be able to feel that way if she lived in another country. Would she be able to live her life if she lives in another country? Would you be able to protest in another country? She said that, no. She probably wouldn't because women are inferior. And I said, remember that Constitution you hate? I said, you're welcome. I want people to hate the Constitution. That's great. Get out. Move to Canada where they don't have a Constitution and they can censor your Facebook page. Yep, they can in Canada. And it's not just for being a woman. People in those countries don't have the rights that we have. The end. You don't have free speech in every single country you go to. You don't. People want to say they hate the Constitution. That's great. Good. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. 
Somebody would say something like that. By the way, congratulations to Kanye West. He has legally changed his name to Yee. I'm going to have to listen to the show to find out what that other prediction I made was because I thought that was a pretty good prediction I made. All right, final two stories of today's show. We, we, got, we got to travel, people, and they're worth it. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. Hold on. I got to read Ogre's comment. You know what gives you the right to say you hate the Constitution? You guessed it. The Constitution. Other countries fine or imprison you for criticizing the law. Oh, that's great. All right, continue, please. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Well, you sure do, especially if you get to see this. I'll share this guy's mugshot with you. This guy could be one of the scariest-looking people I've ever seen, and, of course, he is from Florida. Dateline, Brevard County. 37-year-old man was sitting in his front yard holding a sword and chugging from a bottle of rum. The incident... (laughs) Rum and a sword. That should be the new state flag of Florida. The incident happened about 2 in the morning where police saw flames 4 feet high coming from the home. Homes are within 20 feet of the flames. Officers said the fire extinguishers uh, were causing uh, were extinguished before any any injuries could happen. Scott Taylor was drinking Captain Morgan and surrounded open containers. Sitting there with a sword after he started a fire. Um, the damage was about $500. Upon arriving at the jail, Tyler was, Taylor was charged with intentional or reckless burning of lands and then proceeded to break the fire sprinkler head in his cell, causing the booking cell and the room to flood. <laughs> this guy is, man, this guy is fucking, he's on fire, Literally. Does he think he's Captain Jack Sparrow? I don't know. This guy is creepy as shit looking, though. But that ain't even the best story out of Florida today. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It is good. But not as good as this shit. I've often said that Australia is the world's Florida because they have all kinds of things that can kill you there. They've got eight of the world's deadliest spiders. They got snakes, they got kangaroos that can kick your ass, they got crocodiles that'll eat you, and of course, let's not forget that the island is circled by great white sharks. And Florida is like, hold my fucking beer. We also have alligators here. We have monkeys that carry STDs. I've done that story. And now... Central Florida has a a new problem 
And that problem, my friends, is bears. Bears are prevalent around certain areas of Central Florida. This one picture you can see is a mama bear. Here you go. I'll share this story with you, too. A mama bear peeking into a house. News 6 was told that they keep their house windows open to bring in natural light, and her husband and kids were closing them for night, and they noticed the mom bear with two cubs in the front yard. They said they thought they saw bears walking down the street, but when they went out in the front yard to investigate, no, the bears had moved to their side yard. So not only do you have alligators, and they got all kinds of bugs there that can sting you, they got monkeys that have STDs, and they're surrounded by sharks as well, and now they have bears. What the fuck, Florida? Are you trying to catch up to Australia? Or is Australia trying to catch up to you? Not to mention all the bath salts and everything else that's happening in Florida today. Well, Lisa says she's looking for that porridge that bitch Red Little Red Riding Hood stole from her. Can you imagine that? You're driving around in Florida and you see a bear? Where are the fucking mountains for these bears to live in? My God. Nope, ain't going to Florida anytime soon. Nope, ain't happening. All right, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. We might do the uh, celebrity-ass deathmatch, stupid, stupid celebrities. We'll, we'll do it eventually. Coming soon, Bear Gator Hybrids. Uriah says, bears suck. We had one in our property in Washington. My dog chased it running alongside of it. Luckily, she didn't give a shit and lived, but it could have gone very wrong. Yeah, because it's a bear. So uh, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Tuesday. Tomorrow, everybody, it is... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! And until then, adios, everybody. Said goodbye in Marina Del Rey I had a good time Was the last thing I heard her say As I walked away And on the plane back to Tennessee My mind comes across her memory And yesterday in Marina Del Rey On a hidden beach under a golden sun She spread a blanket that we laid down on And loved the world's way In Marina Del Rey And as we looked into each other's eyes Found our bodies lost in paradise Like castaways In Marina Del Rey
Like the ocean tides, highs and lows Love sometimes comes and goes away In Marina Del Rey And as this plane is touching down Tears touch my eyes For I have found my heart has stayed In Marina Del Rey Under a golden sun She spread a blanket That we laid down on And loved the world away In Marina Del Rey And as we looked into each other's eyes We found our bodies lost in paradise Like castaways In Marina Del Rey Said goodbye in Marina Del Rey You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody Goodbye now I am going to go get late Goodbye, see you tomorrow Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.